0: Hi, I'm Maggie. Hi, I'm Grace, and this is A Very Bookish Podcast.
1: Hey, guys, welcome back to episode two of A Very Bookish Podcast. We are so happy you guys listened to episode one, and now you're here for episode two. I am Grace. and Of course, I'm Maggie, and we're just going to cap off
0: a little bit about episode one. Um, great responses. Thank you so much for watching and subscribing, and a little update is we are on YouTube spotify and Podcasts pocket pocket cast now and episodes will go up at 12 p.m central time on youtube and 6 p.m central time on spotify and all the other web websites um that's how we planned it but anything to recap for this week grace
1: uh did anything happen interesting this week your giveaway oh yeah duh um, I have a giveaway going on on my Instagram with uh, a Barnes and Noble edition of How the King of Elfheim Learned to Hate Stories, which just came out. And I'm really excited about it. And I think that's definitely the artist in me because I love fan art so much. And like, I love when people like draw pictures and everything. And now that a book has those pictures, I'm just like, yes. And I loved Folk of the Air like a lot. Um, so seeing it have, like, that type of book, I was just like, yes, I really like that. so there's a giveaway for that, you guys can check out my Instagram, of course, my links will be in the description for this podcast, but I think that's the only thing, I think, I'll probably remember something later,
0: Who knows? yeah, no, and then, um, just an update between us two, we do have our monthly unboxing for at the bookish box, um, we have that unboxing, so if you haven't unboxed It don't look behind me, but um, that's going to be on Grace's um, Instagram. You can go to her IGTV videos and our November unboxing will be there. But I think that's mostly all that's happened this week. Um, If anything, just look down in this description and those will be all the links. But it's time to introduce you to our first ever guest on the podcast, which is Celine. um, And her ats are at Reads underscore on tiktok and instagram so welcome
2: celine hey guys oh my gosh i'm so excited to have you on i'm so excited to be here i'm literally like i'm so happy you guys are doing (laughs) this it's gonna be so we're gonna have so much fun
1: yes we are literally when we we thought about doing this podcast and we were just like oh how cool it would be if we had guests like you were literally one of the first people that popped into our head You were the very first
2: for me. Wow. Yeah. Oh my
0: God. That's so fun. Yeah. So kind of just to like get the ball rolling and stuff. um, One of the first questions is what got you into reading? So like, was it in middle school or in elementary school? Is it specific book? Was it a TV show that you watched or TV and then you read the books or?
2: I honestly, I've been reading ever since I was like a little kid um my parents really like to brag about me because like I was one of those like first grade kids who was reading at like the seventh grade level I don't I kind of just um I just loved to read everything about reading was fun I really liked um when I was little you know those like books I think it's like the Poison Apple series where it was like all these like girls and um it was just about like ghosts or like creatures and stuff I really liked Percy Jackson and like Harry Potter those are my favorites I had such a crush on Percy i thought we were gonna get married um but that's not neither here nor there i kind all... of fell out though recently no yeah if you didn't have a crush on percy like what's wrong with you he's just beautiful everything about him is great
0: <laughs> i i feel like as a child all of us had a bookish boyfriend as a child as well yeah we were all- Oh, I, this man is real and I'm going to marry him when I
2: grow up. That's what all of like our oh, childhood. I, de- I definitely thought, yeah. I was like, I'll go to camp Blood and I'll marry him.
1: Oh yeah. I remember the first time I ever read, like, I was just like, man, this dude is, where can I find him? I literally thought that. And of course that has carried throughout adulthood because like now it's a really long, long list. Oh, Y'all still that pretend my dad that
2: y'all.
0: In. Oh. <laughs> She's okay. Grace's then brother
2: walked in. walked in right when rang me and I said I was getting married to Chrissy Jackson. <laughs> it's, it's okay the it's
1: okay like other people they're hearing used
2: to it.
1: how much you care about these fictional characters, and how they're your no, boyfriends, yeah. your husbands, and they're just like, "What are you doing? <laughs> yeah,"
2: and we're just like, like "He's not real." I'm a-
1: Shut up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think movie oh. watchers are like the second or like people who watch tvs and obsess over like certain characters they're like second tier to us they kind of know the no, struggle yeah. that we kind of go through with that but book readers we're on a different level when it comes to book boyfriends and book girlfriends and all mm-hmm. of that uh, for sure
0: Okay, so do either of y'all still act like y'all are like childs of Greek gods and stuff and like walk around thinking about it? Yeah. Because I still do it, even as I did as a child. I think that's like... That's why I like reading so much, just because, like, when with movies, I even did that, where, like, after you saw, saw, like, a spy movie, you would walk around and, like, act like you were a spy as you were walking out of the movie theater, and you would think that you're all that, and, like, I would walk around, I'm like, oh, I'm a spy for the KGB. Oh, yeah, and then you kind <laughs> of, like,
1: are KGB. always, like, glancing around, yeah, like, you, the got KGB. To the you gotta do this. Oh, yeah, like, after every book that you read, you kind of adopt a little bit of that, and kind of live yeah, the yeah. A little bit longer. Just a little bit.
2: My personality trait is stealing personality traits from fictional characters that I like. That's Uh, my personality trait.
0: (laughs) I think that's readers as a whole. We all, I think Grace talked about this, characters leave a part of them in us and we learn from characters. And that's, I've definitely become a badass because of bookish characters. No,
1: literally, yeah. It's so funny because, like, literally... I feel like I'll have like these personality swings, not even mood swings, but like these personality swings depending on whatever book I'm reading. Like if I'll like read like a book about pirates, I'll kind of like have that vibe like the weeks following. <laughs> or if I'm like reading like this high fantasy fae with like these battles and like. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, and then my brother kind of like notices these and kind of just like. Gosh, Grace, what are you doing? Just, it again, <laughs> you know, like, let me live. Let me enjoy mm. this world. I can't be there, so I'm bringing it with me wherever I go. Let me be. Yeah,
0: it's it's definitely an escape escapism. Like it's books, escapism, like, yeah. It, more than movies, because I feel like movies you can watch like over and over again, but they never hit you as hard as books do. Especially series, book mm-hmm. series hit you hard.
2: Oh, no. Literally, I was in, when I finished Kingdom of Ash, I was in the biggest reading slump, one of the biggest slumps of my life. I had to go out to a family party, like, right when I finished, and I was just sitting in the corner, like, (laughs) literally just dead. My brain was fried. It was so bad.
0: It was, like, 3 a.m. for me, and I was sitting in my grandma's living room, (laughs) crying my eyes out on a blow-up mattress because of Kingdom of Ash. I was bawling for, like, three hours before I went to sleep, I just sat
2: there crying my eyes out in the middle of my grandma's living room. Yeah, literally, it just oh my God,
1: hit me no? so hard. I was like, I'm terrified oh, no. You haven't read it yet? She hasn't read it. All right, okay, okay, okay. So, like, okay, so I'm finally starting to read Throne of Glass. I re- uh, so, th- uh, to be fair, I read Throne of Glass six years ago and crown of midnight six years ago okay and then i stopped because i was i hit a reading slump and had been in a reading slump for about six years now until this quarantine started and then i picked up again and so i read i finished crown of midnight read some other book and then hit my reading slump right after and i'm glad that i did because could you imagine me waiting and you guys like most of you guys who have read throne of glass and read the whole series as it was coming out you guys had that big gap of waiting for I think for for the last book right
2: I don't be have because to- I just read it this year no yeah, yeah me too some people had to wait like a year because there was like Tower of Dawn right and then Kingdom of Ash the patience that's why like I hate I hate reading series that aren't complete yet oh. or where the book's not coming out in the next like three months like I hate I, I'm so bad at it because I'm so impatient
1: I so that's bad. exactly why I didn't start in Ember in the Ashes until like now now I'm so
2: scared to read the fourth book. I haven't bought it yet. I'm scared. I I only read this far, and I refuse to read it because I don't want it to end. But like, oh, I need to read it, and I want to read it. I feel I'm scared. I'm not touching that. That's like literally my favorite fantasy series, and I will not buy the fourth book because I hate endings. Like even if they're happy endings, even if they're like nice endings, I just don't like when things end. Kind of bad, but it's like, like I ends, just don't want to see it. The end. Left feeling, that yeah, and feeling. it's like, so how do I fix this? Like, it's over, yeah. Like, I could just, re- I'll probably just reread it multiple times, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, I've reread Throne of Glass multiple times now. Um, I just start rereading from Era of Fire, and I only read chapters with Rowan in it, Rowan Carpenko in it.
2: So, um, yeah, that's the thing. That Era of Fire was kind of like, it's really long. And, like, the only parts I liked were the ones with, like, Rowan and Aelin. And, like, a few of the chapters towards the end. But I don't want to spoil anything for Miss yeah. Grace and the other reader, viewers who haven't. Yeah.
0: Well, that's so- why I'm glad I read it when I did. Because I wasn't on Book Talk yet when I read Throne of Glass. And that's what got me on Talk was Throne of Glass. But so I didn't get spoilers at all. And I read it within a week. I read Throne of Glass within a week because I would read from, Dude. like, 1 p.m. to 3 a.m. and that's when I would read it non-stop stop to go to the bathroom no I would read it in the bathroom because I had it in my phone so I would just scroll and read it oh, on my yeah. phone
2: <laughs> I got spoilers for every single death I've thrown a glass in my own book talk comments in my own comment section
1: that's the comment worst comments. that's like literally the
2: spoiled yeah it was horrible. I, guess, I mean, like, I still cried. Like, I cried so badly, but, like, I kind of knew what's happening, and I hate when things get spoiled. That's why I won't read um The Crooked Kingdom, because someone spoiled it for me, and, like, I have it, and I have The Grisha Trilogy. I just, like, can't read it, because, like, everything was spoiled, but Dirty no, of was so good that I just had to yeah. keep reading it now.
0: Yeah, so um, that kind of brings me to my next question, is how do you, like, deal with, like, such a big community that you have, because you have 88 K followers on TikTok so how do you deal with like the comments that you get and the spoilers that you end up getting in your own comments when you're reading a book
2: okay when I get like spoilers as for like spoilers I get really like like uh, like I see the spoilers I go, uh, but then I'm like hey queen maybe next time you can put a spoiler warning I just have to like not translate my anger because I'm like they probably didn't know they didn't know and it's like not really their fault but I just try to keep it like spoiler warnings like put those in like the comments not everyone listens I'm sure you guys know not everyone listens and that's the thing with having like so many followers and it's just like like crazy like sometimes I forget I'm like 88k like all these people follow me like I don't know I kind of just post whatever I want to post and sometimes it blows up and sometimes it's, it's just it's crazy the entire, like, because, like, one video can blow up, like, just one, because I had one video blow up, and it's almost at, like, a million likes right now, and literally all of these people, like, I got, like, 40k followers just from, like, that video or something. It was insane, yeah. So that's the thing, I think, I think with, like, TikTok in general, one video can, like, it's, like, one video can really just make you go crazy.
1: For sure. I mean, there's some comments, I mean, some comments, some creators, who have, like, two videos, and, like, one of their videos, like, blew up, and they have so many thousand followers, and it's just, like, based off, like, one video, and it's exactly, so cool.
2: yeah,
0: honestly, yeah, it's crazy. I definitely, the algorithm
2: like, is so weird,
0: yeah, I also think it's, like, when, definitely, when I see a video pop up, pop up I, like, try to go to their page, but then I hit up, hit, end up hitting the follow, and then I don't realize it, and then, so like, I scroll past. So sometimes I have to like go back and like look at all the people I follow. And I'm like, when did I follow you?
2: I don't remember. <laughs> no, I do that. I accidentally follow people back sometimes. And I'm like, this is like a 30 year old mom from like South Carolina. I don't know why I'm following her. She has like four videos, and one of them is like her dog in like a tree. <laughs> so I'm just like, oops. It's so, it's really funny. But like, I love all my followers. Even you, 30-year-old mom from South Carolina. Not sure what you're doing. Hopefully she watches this. If she follows you. Yeah, if about she, it. if she sees this, hey, queen. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: okay, so since you do have this big platform, how do you deal with, like, the ups and downs of those videos where you get, like, you have, like, I see creators who they have this constant, like, over 20k views per video, and, like, a ton of likes per video, but then you also can scroll through their feed, and you can see where there's ones that get, like, less than a thousand views, or, like, like, how do you deal with that? Like, how do you mentally, like, are, how do you process, like, oh, this video didn't do okay, it's okay, and move on, or, like, what is your process for that?
2: It honestly, it depends, because sometimes, like, I won't put in so much effort into a video and it doesn't get as like many views or likes as like I would want. And I'm like, okay, it's fine. But like, especially for videos that take me such a long time to do and when they don't really blow up or I can see that, you know, it didn't get on the for you page or for some reason, like I have all these followers but they're not seeing like all my videos. That's like, I think when it gets really, really hard and I think book talk as a whole is having like that kind of problem, especially like right now I can see like our the algorithm or whatever, um, just there's not a lot of like our videos blowing up anymore just like um getting as many likes and it's it is really really hard but then i'm like okay it's i'm not making bad content like my content is still good i and it's just like reassuring myself just like letting myself know that there's nothing really i'm doing wrong in in the end it's like an app and there's like an algorithm and there's just people and the truth is sometimes people don't want to see you're they're, they're not like super interested in what i'm posting and i'm like Okay, that kind of sucks, but you know it's fine. And like, I just have to tell myself that you know what I'm posting is still good. What I'm posting, I like my own content. I never post a video I don't like, or I wouldn't like like if I saw it on another person's account. So it's just letting myself know that my videos are still good. I'm still cool. You know what I mean? Just like looking at myself in the mirror and being like, it's okay, girl. You'll get them next time.
0: Grace, do you have a question?
1: Yeah. Um. So what are some of, like, the best things that you, that have really, like, made you feel, like, that heartwarming feeling, because you have such a big platform? Like, I know that there's negative things out there, but what are, like, some of yeah. the things that, like, have really just, like, made you feel, this is why I do it?
2: I get, like, DMs sometimes from just, like, a bunch of people, and I got a DM from, like, someone in the Philippines, and they were, like, so much, because I'm, I'm half Filipino, and they're, like, so much stuff in the Philippines, I love you so much, like, I love your videos, and I love your content, and I was, like, you're hey, make me cry, oh my god, it was, it's just so cute, or I get, like, sometimes young kids DM me, or just, like, people, and they're, like, I don't really have a lot of friends who read, or I don't have any reader friends, can we be friends, and they have, like, zero followers, they were, like, three followers, and I'm, like, yeah, okay, we're friends, and we'll just, like, talk about books, and that's the thing, because but the book talk community is so nice, and just, like, I just love our community so much. And I think that's probably been the best thing in general is just like finding out that there's this community who loves like, you know, the same thing I do. And whenever you find someone who loves the same thing you do, it's just like an instant like love and just like connection. Like, look at you guys. Like you guys are friends because you started like posting about like books and just content you guys really, really love. And like that has a special place in your heart. And like, that's such a heartwarming feeling when you can like connect with someone about like the same thing you love. And it's just really nice.
1: Oh, that's yeah. Totally I think right that's point. definitely something important. And I think that some people who are trying too hard on their TikToks, they like yeah. forget that you want to put out content that you yourself want to see. Like, I constantly, mm-hmm. like, literally, I catch myself rewatching my videos because I yes. just love what I did. Like, I'll rewatch videos and I'll just keep laughing at it because I'm just like, yes. Like, that's exactly how I feel in these videos. And I'm pretty sure so many people do. And, like, if you honestly do not go back and rewatch your own videos, you didn't put out content that you really love.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If I don't
1: you know, know how many times I've rewatched. Of my views
2: are just me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think I about have, that like, too. my own account and I'm just like.
0: <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely agree with that. We're like, I like there there have been some like like early on when I was posting Star Wars content, I definitely like wasn't into it. Like I was at first and then I that's why I moved to Book Talk because I was like, uh, I don't really want to be doing this. I'm sorry, my sister just knocked on my door. But um <laughs> and then I moved into the book talk community and then there are those like nice people who <laughs> it's okay. Um she's I closing her open
2: and I was like I've been the criminal mind.
1: <laughs> I'm just
0: like, ah, people. Um, but so I definitely think that that's like a bonus to the book talk community is because we're all so welcoming like there is those like negative sides but most of it is positive and like that's why I think I did shift to the book talk community because I like it and like if you don't like it you're gonna run into issues because if you did have like like Celine if you didn't like it and you had this huge community what would you do? Like, you would probably not yeah. <laughs>
2: just want to quit. <laughs> there, there was times, you know, there was times because I have like anxiety and stuff, and like there would be times when like I would see that I had this huge following, and like there was a lot of pressure, just like personally for me, like when I was in like high school, and like wanting not like doing like people didn't really do what they like to do, especially with, with books. Like, if I spent my senior year not in quarantine, I would not have started a book talk. In all honesty. Like, I would not, because, like, I would be so, like, worried about how other people think of me and how they see me, and there were times where I, like, considered just deleting my book talk and just, like, leaving, like, a few months ago, and I'm so happy I didn't. Like, looking back at it now, I'm so, 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 so happy I didn't, but there would be, like, days and, like, nights where I I couldn't fall asleep, because I'm, like, do, can I, can I handle all of this, like, pressure I'm feeling, and, like, most of the pressure was just me putting pressure on myself. Not even for my followers or just anything. So that was, like, a really huge thing. But I'm so happy I stayed. And I'm so happy, like, I realized it's okay to love this thing that you're doing. And it's okay to, like, be happy and do it. And, like, it's – once you, like, start putting pressure on yourself and once you feel like you have to read and it's, like, not because you want to read, that's when, like, things kind of – just, like, start getting weird. But then I was, like, okay, just, like, relax for a little bit. You don't have to do a lot. And then there was, like, a lot of drama going on in the BookTok community, literally like
1: three months ago. <laughs> oh, and
2: yeah. We'll talk about that later because oosh. Mess.
0: Oh yeah, that's one of our questions we have yeah. is how to deal with
2: that. Your
0: topic right now, um, from one of our followers, Nautical Reads, um, Kate. She asked, "What originally inspired you to join the book talk community?"
2: Ooh. Okay. So I was on TikTok, as you know, all seventeen-year-olds are. I'm eighteen now, but in like May. And I was just on it. And I remember, because um, I used to be, like, obsessed with solely guitar, We've grown. But <laughs>
1: I used to be obsessed Everybody with Everybody kind of went through that. Phase. Everybody uh, went. No, it, actually, was, we it was we, a we phase. We all went through that phase, yeah. It was like the ACOTAR no phase. Yeah. Because really? yeah. like I,
2: joined, I joined at the peak of guitar time. Oh, yeah. Because I would like videos, and I'd be like, oh, my God, this is my little secret. And it would be, like, Kate's reads. Basically, just Kate's reads. And then, like, just, like, random... Um, videos would just pop up on my For You page that are from the Book Talk community. And I was like, hey, I want to make one too. And so that's kind of what it was. I had a lot of time during the day because I would just go to class for a few hours, go on my phone. I didn't really, I couldn't go out. I couldn't hang out with my friends. And I was just like, okay, I have all this time. I have all these books. Talk, you know?
0: Yeah, I definitely joined at the peak of, I, I got onto the book talk community at the peak of, a- at the peak of Akatar. Um, because I feel like ACOTAR blew up a lot more than Throne of Glass did, but it was Moss Trash, um, Beth, who, with her cosplay, oh she's God. how I got onto the book community, because I was she doing so Star gorgeous. Wars
2: cosplay. Yeah.
0: Oh my gosh, I love her so much. Oh um, gosh, no, I want like
2: a crush on her.
0: I have a, I, I have guess. a hardcore like... crush on her. <laughs> no, she's yeah, only three she's hours like away miss- from me. She's
2: like, yeah
0: hey girl (laughs) I definitely was like because she talked about moving to where she moved to and it's like three hours away from where I live and I was like hey like she was going through a hard time and I like commented I was like hey if you ever need somebody I can drive up because it's not that far and like I could take you out like platonically like I'll like have like have you a good time but she's how I got because with her Thera and Cassian cosplays that's how I got Mm. onto the book community
1: I remember oh, seeing her, her videos. I, like, yeah. yes. I
2: was so I happy. Her cosplays are so good. Her Sarah oh, so cosplay and Manon cosplay. Oh. Her Manon cosplay the is not No, I've never seen a better Manon cosplay. I uh, know her Bryce Quinlan cosplay from Crescent City. Her ooh, Bryce is girl.
1: amazing. It's like, it's no, literally. It's so good. When, like, so I finally read Crescent City, like, last month. I was just like I i'll finally read it because like everybody was like it had died down to the point where nobody was really talking yeah. about it. i couldn't run into spoilers anymore i'm like okay it's time to read it and w- as i was reading it like literally her cosplay was how i pictured <laughs> it. that i was just like <laughs> no yeah no, that's her. so good oh,
2: so. yeah
0: no y'all want to start a fan club um mass trash Ma- <laughs> mass Ma's trash um, fan club, fan club? Um, oh, Beth, yeah. if you're listening, which she probably will never listen
2: to this, but Beth, we are supreme followers <laughs> of you. <laughs> of you, because just any any cosplay she does, like,
1: yes. like inside, automatic. inside, it's like an automatic.
0: And she's so genuine too. Like if you like watch her live videos, she's such a genuine person, and she's so nice and. She's just, she makes great content, and she works hard, and you can tell that she loves to do what she does. She
2: works so hard, yeah. I can tell she works so hard in her videos. I can't even put, like, mascara on sometimes, and, like, she just gets so dressed and just so prepared for literally everything, and I'm like, that is dedication.
0: Like, the detail she puts into her Manon cosplay, like, if you look at the outfit, it's like, she's wearing layers of clothing
2: for this outfit. No, yeah. Her wigs, too, like- I don't, I'm, I've never worn a wig, like, I'm not good at, like, any special effects, any, like, makeup or costume, but her wig, like, she does it so that it, like, looks like her actual hair. And I I'm got like, the wig
0: that she art. got. <gasps> I got it, Whoa. because I, she recommended it, and I was, like, that's, I was, like, that's the hair I want, and she, like, talked about it on her live, and I went and bought it off of Amazon. That's when I texted yeah, like, you, automatic
1: Grace. Automatic purchase.
0: Yeah, that's what I was, that's how Ooh, I messaged Grace. I was, like, should I buy it? And Grace was, like, yeah, and I was, like, great (laughs) go for it yeah she's definitely like how I think she she deserves more hype I think in the cosplay realm because she puts yeah she doesn't cosplay like a bunch of stuff but she's starting to branch out too which I think she needs to get more recognition because I feel like there is this kind of like not it, this like Akitar throne of glass, like suction in the book talk community, where if you don't talk about it, that's how I've lost like my views. Would my views are only up when I do mention Akitar or anything Sarah J. Moss? I noticed that because, like, if you yeah. like, you can go to my page, I just hit 90k likes, and like, majority of those likes are from Sarah J. Moss content, where one of my videos got like 34k views, and like. 10,000 likes or something. And that was a Sarah J Maas content. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like, how do you deal with this? How did you deal with it? Cause I know you don't talk about it much anymore because we all know Sarah J Maas is a problematic author in her, her own world. And the representation that mm-hmm. she has in her books is non-existent most of the time. But how did you deal with the shift from all the Maas content that we were getting to like shifting to like different types of content that you were producing?
2: I, I initially, like, if you go and you scroll, like, to the beginning of, like, my page, ACOTAR, Throne the Glass, Akatar Akatar but um, I started just realizing, like, hey, there's so many more books, and there's so many more quality books that, you know, I, I will always love Akatar yeah, and I will always love throwing a Glass, but I recognize, like, I'm not represented, like, who I, who I am, like, I'm a person of color, I'm, like, someone who doesn't really label who I like, and, like, I, just, like, everything, and, you know, there's other people of color and other people in, like the LGBTQ plus community. And like, you have to listen to his voices and realize, hey, like, I might love this book, but I have a large platform and I'm not going to continue pushing, you know, these books and this content. I love the storyline and I love high fantasy. And I think, and I, you know, a lot of people say Soju Moss is a bad writer. I kind of like her writing style. Like, I kind of enjoy it. I love like foreshadowing. I love like symbolism. And I wouldn't say she's the best person at it, but I love how she does it. And I really like, you know, her world building and, like, the characters she comes up with and the worlds she comes up with because I love high fantasy. So I'm just like, oh, my God, wait, I just lost my point. Okay, <laughs> No, um, so it's, like, okay, realizing, you know, like, okay, I can love this high fantasy. And, like, I understand if people want to read it, but like, you know, for, like, the high fantasy. I think they have – she has great romance, you know, just to encourage um, buying, like, secondhand, um, using, like, thrift – like, going thrifting and – just like, I kind of push for that, but I also recognize like, okay, I have a larger platform. I can push like me, myself, I can push for different books and I can push for different genres. And it was just kind of taking a step back from content I know will give me views and will give me followers and just realizing, Hey, I could affect so many more people because if I loved the Glass and *Avatar*, and now I love these books, so could so many more people. And, like, not to be kind of shady, but there are some bigger creators who have been, like, I will only post Sarah J. Moss content because it gets me likes, and it gets me views, and it gets me, mu- me money. And I'm just, like, I don't think that we, as a society, as book talk, need to keep doing that, or should it have ever, like, you know, been doing that in the first place. And, like... You didn't tell
0: me you were going to bring some just, tea today. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, tea? Tea? Um, I, I'll, I'll, bring, I'll always bring a little little parcel of <laughs> Hello. And, uh, yeah. and, <laughs> no literally yeah and like I think it's important that like we as readers you know there's high fantasy and so many like high fantasy doesn't always have to be you know westernized and like that's a lot of things we just see a lot of like westernized high fantasy you know there's like high fantasy um like Girls of Paper and Fire is so 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 good and Ember in the Ashes is so good and that's like you know like more Asian like that's still high fantasy it's just not what we're really used to and, like, uh-huh. I, like, love to, like, push for that because those books are just so good. But they're not getting the same likes and the same views and the same hype as, like, you see Akitar get and, like, Thrown a Glass get. So I think that's kind of how we have to deal with that. We we kind of take um, – we look and we see, like, oh, Thrown a Glass is so good. Like, why do people like it? And it's, like, okay, there's romance and there's high fantasy. Why don't we push for books that have romance and, have, like, have high fantasy that are just, you know, better representative of, like, readers and just um, – You know, the world is like a whole. Yeah. That's kind of how I see it. And I'm like, I like this. There you go, guys.
1: Yeah, Yeah, because there's so many books out there. So many books out there. No, yeah. So many different, amazing, magical systems. The world building is incredible. These character developments are like top tier. And no one has heard of them. Because nobody talks about Exactly. And that's just such a big kind of letdown. Because one... Every author puts like their sweat, tears, you know, everything into the book that they pushed out. And, you know, each author, it's so hard to put out a good book, but it's not that hard to represent the world as it is. Like there are so many people around, so many different types of people, so many different types of skin tone, so many different types of body, so many different types of every little thing that you can put into a book and it's not that well I have no experience with this type of people
2: that's such a you. BS excuse exactly
1: yeah.
2: it's such <laughs> that's no literally doubt. the worst excuse it's yeah. like someone if I didn't like you know an, a discussion in the comments with someone because I think there's a difference between like an argument and a discussion and if I get an, like a, a discussion with someone and they're like well um certain author white cis author can't write about you know, a certain community because that that's not who they are. That's literally when I'm like, okay, everything you're saying is dumb. Like your defense is so bad. Just do research. At, if you don't, if you don't like trust maybe like websites or just whatever, talk to people. Like it's really not hard. And plus, if, especially if it's fantasy, like it's like you have the freedom to do basically everything. And that's like with people of color, we're just like people. We're like normal people. We do normal things. Like that's yeah. literally how you could just write a person of color. Yeah. And it's like, you, exactly. don't need to, you don't need to like tokenize or, you know, put them in like these like stereotypes. Like we just, we just chill, you know, like we just are, okay. that's, especially
0: that's, in a fantasy yeah, world, yeah. in especially, a fantasy world, exactly. you come up with your own rules. So you have like authors have this ability to add as much diversity as they can, because it's a fantasy world. Our world does not apply to it technically. Like, yeah, of course, like our world is going to have like influence in the book, but you completely create a world from scratch and you should be able to add in those people of POC characters and LGBTQ plus characters and not make it stereotypical because it's your own world. Like, damn it, please just put some diversity in there.
2: (laughs) And like, I hate when Pull people me on that. like, oh, it's fantasy. You no, know, literally, they're like, it's fantasy. They don't need to put people of color in it because it's whatever the author wants. That's scary. So basically, like a person, like if it's a white author writing and they're like, oh, they're white, they don't need to put people of color. It's their own world. They can be all white. That's scary. Like, who's going around just wanting a world of like all white people? Like, that's just not, not fun or representative. And like, when people use that as an excuse saying that, they don't need to add color because it's whatever they want to do. I just get worried because, like, where where would you think where you have this platform and like you have this talent of writing, you don't want to be like inclusive and you don't want to be like like just make people ha- like it's just weird. I hate when people say that too. It really is. It's just and such it's, a weird. It's reason, so like, Explanation. Like,
1: yeah. It's just like you have the ability to add people of color, to add people uh, plus size, mid size, any kind mm-hmm. of whatever diversity in the book and the story does not need to be in any way affected by that person being represented in the book like that's that's not the story of the like because this this girl she's plus size the whole story is shaped around her being plus size unless it's that type of book but if it's a high fantasy yeah, book it's a fantasy yeah. size, that's it like okay she's of that size yeah. and the story goes on move on she's a normal person she her color does not define every little thing about her her size does not define every little thing about her there's so much more to these characters than just like how they look it's so easy to make somebody a person of color and then just have them be a person exactly it's it's not yeah yeah. and like imagine like like
2: you can have so much fun when you write like a fantasy world like um i will say sarah J. J. moss i i loved when she wrote about um the country and like tower, or the continent, Tower of Dawn, that was amazing, and I, I think she did a really great job, I mean, she had a, so many, she has so many problems, I recognize, she has so many problems, but the way she was able to, like, build that in, like, Tower of Dawn, like, that's so cool, you know, so many other cultures have so many, like, fantasy creatures, like, imagine if, like, there, in, like, Avatar there was, like, um maybe, like, a Latin, like, continent, and there's, like, La or like something cool just like you could have so there's just so many myths and like people people really like to hype up like westernized um like myths and like creatures and like fairies even like with greek mythology you see like greek mythology kind of being like idealized and like everyone loves that but you don't really see like a lot of like african mythology just like there's just so many things you could just take from and like make fantasy books so 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 good and a lot of people just don't and like a lot of people are like oh they could just do whatever they want like it's not that deep it is pretty deep you know there's just so many things
1: oh yeah and it, it's it's definitely hard cuz like you know like me i'm reading throne of glass for the first time you know and mm-hmm. there have been a lot of people who have like come up to me and been like why are you reading that book like no you shouldn't want to yeah. read it because of all of these problems and i'm just like i know i know these things and i know these things going into this book but I want, to, I want to see the world that has been built. I want to see that magical system. Yeah. And I want to read this book because I want to read it. <laughs> I know that this book could have been so much better. So much better had I been represented in this book. Any mm-hmm. part of me. And I'm just like, if only. If only I could have been in there. And I want to read this book because, you know, I, I want to read it. I, I want to see how my friends have fallen in love with these stories way before me. And I want to fall in love with them too. And I want to read this book and I want to read this series. Does that mean this is going to be the only series that I'm going to obsess over and never want to read No, any- yes. Never.
2: Exactly. Never.
1: Exactly. Ever. Oh my gosh. And then it's so crazy to me because, you know, like I joined B- Book Talk, like m- many other people did during like the peak of Avatar. That was like my thing. And I didn't, I actually joined after I had finished the series. And so when I finished it like I loved all the content coming out and then like I was just like okay so like what now what am I going to read now and then people started recommending all these books and I'm kind of slowly making my way through all of those books but then I'm also finding all these amazing other stories and like everybody was talking about it in Ember in the Ashes like I would see it every now and then and then like I was like okay great but then I heard they're still it's still not done and I'm like mm-hmm gosh, I, I don't think I'm going to be able to handle that because it's so done now. Love it. Like literally so yes, many read people. It it. And when I tell you, when I read, I was reading it slowly. I was doing a buddy read. I was supposed to stop like at chapter nine or something. And then like, I realized I'm on like chapter 15 and I had to message her. And I'm just like, Hey, so, um, hey there. I, like where are you in the book? And she's just like, Oh, I'm on chapter five. And I'm just like, Oh, um, so um, do you think it's better if maybe we just finish the book and then we'll talk about it after? And she's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, thank God. And I just yeah, sped through the you. book. I loved everything about it. And that, that love oh, yes, that I well had helpful. for this book, I had it's, it for yeah. And it's just like so yeah. many different books. You can have that. It's not just like this simple-minded thing. Well, I'm only going to read this type of book. I'm only going to read this type of author. No, that love that you have for that world building, for that romance, for these dynamic characters, you can find it in so many different books Mm -hmm. by so many different authors. Like that emotion that you build by reading this book, it's not defined to only this person. You can put it to any other book you can connect with any character you can connect with any type of magical system because it is it makes you feel like amazed you know so that Mm simple-minded fact of like well I don't want to read that book because I can't really connect to that well I don't want to read that book because I'm not in there like no
0: yeah I get I get annoyed when when people like of course Throne of Glass like has done so much it's helped me with mental issues and stuff. So that's why it's, it has a special place in my heart, but I understand that there's a lack of diversity in Sarah J. Moss's content. That's why I started buying her books secondhand. And like, I didn't buy her books when I read them. I bought Throne of Glass from Thrift Books and then I read them all through my library. And then I got all the rest of the books from Half Price Books. But I hate when people say that they can't relate to certain characters because as a white, I'm a white Woman, but Laya of Sarah is one of my top tier characters, and she's a person of color, and I relate to her so much. So when people, when white people specifically, say they can't relate to people of color, I think there's a deeper issue in you, more as a person than as a reader. If you cannot relate to anybody else but a white cis character, because that shows not just you, but how you were raised and like we've seen it in this community before where somebody did get backlash for saying that they could not relate to a white to a non-white character and I just I don't understand like I both of probably y'all understand too like how do
2: you not like how, how can you not relate to a character exactly. like, and like that's so stupid because I'm as a person of color for like my entire life until like you know this like moment right now where I'm finally seeing you know the rock eyes of like diverse books being publicized and like just like getting those and like opening up my own horizons and like taking the time to like find books where like I'm a main character or like my family like just anything where it's you know like not a white female basically for my entire life and I'm sure like Grace like understands where I'm coming from I've had to like imagine myself as like you know if it's a white like for Akatar I read Akatar when I was 14, I don't recommend anyone do that. But um, I was when I was like, 14 <laughs> or 15. And I, <laughs> Feyre is clearly a very, like, white, you know, female. And, like, I just, I still related to her. I still found a way to relate to Aylan. And it's, like, I'm used to doing that. Like, I'm used to having to imagine myself a person of color as a white character. I'm used to having to take elements from white characters and, like, trying to relate to them. I'm used to, like, seeing myself and relating to them. So whenever white people say they can't do that with people of color, I'm just like, you're, I'm not going to say internalized racism, but internalized racism, like, it, it's not you, hard. We're it, people, at the end of the day, we're people. Yeah, it's, it is. It's,
0: and it's, it's just like, wrong. <laughs> it's wrong to it even just, say it. Like, to to do it, it's wrong, but then to, like, acknowledge that you only read from a white perspective, even worse I think like if you can't diversify yeah. like I got attacked for not diversifying my reads and I was like <clears throat> sis grace went off on her because she like tried to come I for did. me and I was like I was like you have no idea who my favorite authors are like Saba Tahir is my top tier author and like In no, the Ashes. Yeah. I was like I was like looking at this comment
2: and if I was like I, I would have been like nope
1: she deleted her comment like, so <laughs> maggie literally and, like i've had issues with that yeah. and i was like i <laughs> went straight to the yeah. comments i'm like no you're not gonna yeah. do this because yeah. like it, now it's like a thing where people are like looking for it and they're trying to jump on it and i attack. don't
0: like that that's and so like,
1: yeah you don't gotta do that
0: and it was worse because
2: she it's, it's like because yeah. exactly. like she didn't know that i am part of the that's LA embarrassing team. that's so embarrassing like that, people just can't come for people like that. Yeah, like red, white, and, like, and royal thing, blue. Like, dude, that's like my favorite. Alex, Alex, I like when I read that. I was like, I've never really. He's my comfort character. He's my comfort character. I love him. It's a good He's book. the best. But like, I've had like that like issue because people, you can't demand first. You can't demand that anyone divi- diversify their bookshop, like within like a day or two, like I've had, I've seen that happen in comments and like, first of all, that's like basically classes, like books are expensive, books are a lot of money and you know, you can't demand that, that happen overnight and I would rather have genuine change than performative white activism and like, Mm -hmm. that's what I know, I think we did kind of see a lot on BookTok, was like one post about like three diverse books when a person has and they, and I feel like, especially when that whole thing was happening um, with like Avery and everything people, a lot of, like, white creators, I think, felt a lot of, like, pressure to be, like, oh, I'm not racist. Here are some books. And, like, yeah, that's the thing. I feel like a lot of them recommended, like, two or three books that were diverse and then, like, like check that off their list and, like, just didn't do it again. Yeah. And I would rather have genuine change um, than just have people being, like, okay, I've met my quota. Like, that. And I yeah. think we can attack people for taking time to change and taking time to just, you know, truly like and genuinely diversify their reading and I think it's mean to just demand that of people and to try and like cancel and attack them yeah like we talked about
1: this like cancel culture we kind of like discussed that too right we we were just like it takes time and it's that that process of like Mm -hmm. hey you're doing this wrong you need to change this give them time step back let them adapt be like okay this is what i'm doing wrong this is how i need to adapt this is let me learn let me research let me change giving them that time to do so then them coming back well you still haven't changed what's up we gave exactly. you, a, we like, you that's the thing. i had like to yeah then, then that's to be
2: like, bang, bad
1: right yeah but you and need like, to it's you, just hard it's yeah hard. Having a discussion it's about h- opening up that conversation and it's about willing to understand that this one little box of diversify reads doesn't it's not this small it's not tiny it's a big it's like huge umbrella of things yeah. and you can't expect somebody to be able to get every single little thing of Diversity, like th- diversity covers so much things. That's literally the meaning of the yeah, word. Yeah, it's not
2: just, you know, people of color or just LGBTQ, which, you know, I think so far I've been like the major just front runners and like, oh, like doing this. There's like, you know, people with disabilities, you know, um, plus size people, mid sized people. There's just so many like just areas of what makes a book like diverse that I think people just kind of need to like recognize. Like, I'm still trying to find books that have proper disability rep because a lot of the more popular ones and like I I talk to like my friends who have disabilities and they're just like this isn't like the best representation a lot of like popular books that are you know rep for like disabled people like aren't good and it's not genuine rep and it's just like trying to find like good books like with that and we just need to realize oh diversity we I like I will when I say oh I want diversity I just don't care about myself like I want diversity for like everyone and I think we need to like we need to talk about that We need to push for that. Yeah,
0: yeah. I we definitely talked about this in our book club and we talked about this idea of like specifically white content creators trying to put this like woke narrative that they're out because we saw what happened with Avery and like she was canceled so hard and like there was no chance for her to change. And like, yeah, I have, I, I have thoughts on that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'll, 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 I'll let you continue after, but like, we talked about this idea mm-hmm. of like white characters trying to be work. And we saw this large push for like them showing off their diverse reads and stuff. And I just never joined. Cause I felt like, I felt if you have to prove that you are diverse and you have to show that you read diverse books, like that doesn't, that kind of like, doesn't really work. It's like, why do you have to show it when you can just do it? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, exactly. you don't need to have to post, oh, these are my diverse reads. Like, just add them into, like, your top reads and stuff. Like, I'm going to do, like, a, my top series books. And guess what book's going to be in there? And Number in the Ashes. Mm-hmm. And, like, boom. yeah, it's, it's just, Yeah, because it's good. that's why I didn't post, like, one of those, like, oh, these are my diverse books in my thing. Because, like, I didn't think of them, like, like, that's like so you performative. just read yeah. it it's performative yeah Mm -hmm. and that's why during that whole thing I was kind of silent about it because I was like as a like I'm gonna just let other people do their thing but I just felt like it was wrong I felt it just kind of like it didn't it kind of harmed it a little bit where they were just pushing out like all this like diverse things and Mm -hmm. like oh this is my diverse reads like I'm a diverse person like don't come for me I'm so woke I met the woke quota and I'm just like no you just are trying to mm-hmm. save yourself and your content. That's exactly what you're trying to do.
2: So I'll let you continue on your... Okay, okay, with, with the Avery thing, I was like, oh, this is... Because me and her were... We had each other on, like, Snapchat, like, private stories, so we were pretty close mutuals. And, like, I didn't see that thing because I just... I never go on Snapchat. I'm literally... I don't, I don't have any notifications on for social media because, like, I get, like, obsessive over it and, like, then it's, like, toxic for me, but I didn't see that. And then when everything came out, I was like... Damn! And at first, I think it was easy to get caught up in like the hype of it, especially as like a person of color. I think a lot of it was just um, a lot of like built up like anger and tension for being like underrepresented and just mistreated for a really long time as like um, people of color. And I think a lot of people of color kind of took that out on like Avery. And even then, like I didn't see I saw more white people attacking Avery, I think, than I saw people of color. Because I I'm like an older creator too and I think as older creators we're just kinda like we, we kinda think of like educating first and um sorry my sister just walked in. But um I don't I think it went to can you take this? Yeah, okay. <laughs> because I'm like in a conversation right now. I don't like it, it had put forward. <laughs> oh my God, unless
1: I, I definitely felt that though. Okay.
2: That like <laughs> no I oh, oh, <laughs> this is
1: her lights just kind of like went off
2: yeah for those audio <laughs> yeah, readers her just, just lights said, shut off lights lights. my life. yeah that was really scary but I did not like how they people doxed Avery and she deleted her personal Instagram that was when I was like that is so intense and she's she's young I think she's like 17 she was like 17 or 18 like around yeah. that I don't remember her age but I don't think doxing is helpful to anyone at all like if I was in Avery's position, if I did not have a solid support system, and I can only hope that she did, based on like, you know, the amount of hate and attacks she received, I would be like a mess. Like, and her apology was wasn't the best either. She just she did a bad job of um just everything she did. But I don't think I would go so far as to call her a racist, which is what I saw a lot of like people calling her. I think a lot of people kind of throw that word around and it takes away from like the real meaning of what it means to be a racist and it's now just so like just kind of oh like oh you didn't like this book by our author of call you're racist like i just think it takes away from like you know the impact and like what it means to actually you know be a racist person and i just i didn't really like how a lot of like the book talk community handled like the everything because i don't think we should dox anyone especially like minors that was just a little bit too much but um yeah that kind of thing was a little crazy
1: <laughs> it really was because like I was I was friends with Avery too and um we had each other on Snapchat and like I ended up doing like this whole thing with her like she was doing she was doing like a book journal and I was like making stickers and like I was like hey like I'll send you like I'll do a sticker pack for you because I was just like you know, I have time and I felt like drawing and I was just like, hey, I'll do that for you. And I made like this whole cute sticker pack. She and I had worked like a couple months on it, just deciding what we were gonna put into it so that I could send it to her. And I had just sent it off to her and I had like a video of like this sticker that I made of her. And then this whole thing happened and I wasn't able to post that video. I still haven't posted it ever because that whole thing happened and i was gonna post it after you she got her it, get, so like, she could see it yeah <laughs> yeah and i felt like i was gonna get attacked even though like i had put a lot of work into it and like i wanted to show people like what yeah, I and could- it's
2: more- that's sad because like you put work and you're talented yeah it's
1: it's it was really like that thing of like should i should i not and like i couldn't even talk to her and be like hey so let's have a conversation. Let me, let me have a sit down, a virtual sit down with you and have this conversation with you about this thing. Because I felt like she and I talked often to the point where I could have had this conversation with her and talked through that whole thing in a way that she could have stepped back, done some research, did that whole development and growth. And I feel like she was one of the people who could be capable of that. Like, you know, there's some people who are just like, I'm not going to change. I'm never going to want to do anything. But she had that kind of kind mindset where she could have, that thinking could have been shifted. And because people jumped on so fast, so quick, it blew up. Like, every single video was on that thing. And mm-hmm. it was just like, I can't even talk to her now because she, like, she completely got it. She took herself completely out of
2: She's like, wasted. Yeah. And I yeah.
1: you never know where, what journey happened to her. She was so young and like, she had the ability, we had the opportunity to do something right there and we did not do it justice. And I feel like you're right about the older, kind of the older creators. We had that different mentality of like teaching that's our that's the difference between us and like those who are younger and who are you know just quick to like jump in and say something we're in the mode of like we want people to learn we want people to adjust to grow to adapt and a lot of people don't have that mindset and they'll jump into the comments quick on any single post and say these things and it's just like but wait I want you to back up your argument, to give me reasons, to let's talk about it, let's have discussions. Like somebody came into the comments for me and was just like, oh, all of a sudden this person is a person of color, all all of a sudden this person is a plus size character, all of a sudden this. And I'm just like, okay, let's have a discussion and let's talk it out and give me how you would do it. Give me how I am supposed to be represented in a book you tell me, since it's not, it's not, obviously not your rep, but explain to me how I'm supposed to be represented, because clearly you have the answers, and they kind of come back, and they kind of take it back, and either they fix their answer to accept, like, okay, maybe I shouldn't have said that, or they just stop responding and de- delete their comments. Yeah,
0: are so <laughs> funny. <laughs>
1: it's like, okay, yeah, what happened
0: to me? Right. Or, yeah, exactly. I definitely, I definitely think that, like, with the Avery situation, it was, it was a key moment in book talk, like, community history, where it could have been the perfect learning moment, and the thing is, is I think we have to acknowledge that I think she's from the south, like, she's from, like, a smaller, like, town, and we don't know her background, so we don't know how she was raised, and, like, there are the subtle, like, racist traits that I even grew up, because I grew up in Texas, so, like, I didn't learn. People
2: are just product of their environments, like, you're not a racist person, but I was taught, you know, growing up a different way, like, my parents are people yeah. of color. they taught me this, they taught me that, but yeah. I can't get mad at someone for, you know, what they were taught, I can only, like, not like what they say, and, like, how they, how they choose to act, that's, like, kind of the different thing, and, like, that's why I was, like, looking back at it now, I was, like, oh, this is, like, you know, she's a product of her environment, of course, like, she's gonna take what she learned, and it's not right, but I kind of wish I, myself, hadn't been so you know, like aggressive and just like angry at that too. Yeah,
0: but I definitely think you you'll had a right to be angry because, like, as a like a yeah. person of color, she was basically saying, "I can't relate to you," and that's like that's an insult. You're just like, "But I'm human. Yeah. I'm human, and you can't relate." No, to yeah, me. I was like, "Girl," yeah. that was that was kind of the problem yeah, yeah. where it's like it was a teaching moment where she just needed to understand that you shouldn't have to like say like, "Oh, I can't," but it's just like as like kind of like as my background of history my my dad's an immigrant so like I'm a product of an immigrant um moved to America and like I was like some people like say nasty things about immigrants and stuff and I'm looking at them I'm like but like I'm 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 white and they're like okay with it and I'm like where does this like wh- where's the disconnect in your brain where you're just like person of color white immigrant like two different types of immigrants
1: different, yeah they have to, and
0: I'm like like one is
1: justified and the other one isn't like like, i
0: have i I have the same probability of committing crimes as the next person but because i'm white i'm Mm -hmm. considered not to and it's just like and with her whole i'm sorry i'm rambling but like with her whole thing i felt like it could have been a perfect teaching moment where we could have sat down and talked to her and, Mm -hmm. and we could have asked her do you view these people as like these characters as people is that, or why, where's the disconnect in her mind where she can't relate to them? Is it because of their skin color? Like, why is it that she thinks she can't relate to them? Is it because she thought, oh, I can't relate to them because I'm a white person, so I shouldn't be able to? Because we, when we saw it, we didn't, un- kind of like, I'm not playing devil's advocate because I think her side was wrong no completely, but like with her background, we have we have to like think like, what was she thinking when she said that? Was she thinking like, oh, because I'm a white person, I can't relate to these people? Like. I, I want to understand like what she was thinking because like mm-hmm. I'm a white person and I don't, I I can never experience what a person of color experiences. And I acknowledge, I will never be able to experience that because I live in the Midwest. I'm a white person in the Midwest. I'm from the middle class. Like my dad, like he came here with nothing, but he worked himself up because he's, he's white passing. So like he was able to do that because he was white, but I will never I can sympathize, but I can never
1: empathize. It, yes, no, empathize. Other way around. Other, other way around? Yeah, you can empathize. No. Empathize is I know, when you're there. Sympathize? Sympathize is when you're there. Wait. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Batman- <laughs> no, <SarneES> I, I literally just <laughs> Britney- talked about this so in theology. Are you sure? I think Maggie.
2: Sympathize is when you can like I see you, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so sympathy like, is sympathize. like, oh, I feel bad for you. Yeah,
0: sympathize is like, I feel bad for you, and I understand, like, your situation, but, like, empathize is where you've been in that situation, and you know exactly yeah, how Like, I, I know your parents. <laughs> but, like, and, like... I think,
1: like <laughs> teaching children?
0: Yeah, you're the teacher here, Grace. <laughs> I'm an accountant, and I know what sympathy
1: is. <laughs> Give me oh, a break. It's been now. a long week, Okay. It's, oh. it's been yeah it's been a while. Take like
2: time. Yeah, to go. there's gonna be kids who were taught by Grace in like 20 years who don't know the difference between sympathy and empathy. <laughs> All my coworkers
0: work are gonna that know it. <laughs> Yeah, guys,
1: yeah, don't listen to me ever. i'm like, ever. I
0: can I can sympathize with a person of color, but I will never truly understand what they what they go through. Like, I will never have that experience, but I can still understand the hardship they go through. I can still understand the um, racial inequalities, the racist, racist institu- institutions that we have here, and that the, there is subtle racist tendencies in the publishing world. And I think that's why Sarah mm-hmm. J. Ma's content is so pushed out, because is a white cis writer. So, like, I feel like that's majority yeah, of the- And she likes
2: about white his characters. Exactly. Yeah, so
0: I feel like that's why it's pushed out. But, like, I just want Avery, I wish Avery had, I wish we were, had that teaching moment where we taught her, like, you can, you, this, these are people and you can still sympathize with a person and, but not, like, under, like, never go through what they have go through. And I- I don't know exactly mm-hmm. what she meant. Like, nobody will ever know what exactly
1: she meant by that post yeah. except
2: her. The, the wording was really, like, like looking was... at the wording, it's kind of like, oh, it yeah, mean so. Just...
1: Yeah, it's kind of like, you can, you can see how, like, the wording was kind of like, um, it's not, like, like super, super, super clear because, like, it, it kind of sounds like she's saying one thing, that one thing that she really said where I, I can't relate and all of this stuff. Yeah. But then, like, when I used to when I back then when I was like reading through it and trying to like really understand what she's trying to say I'm like there's something in that like that line pretty definitive but everything else was kind of like well
2: there was like there was like one other word oh my dog is angry homegirl's angry (laughs) but um um, there was like a line where she was like oh people are born the wrong color or you can't choose who you love and like that wording was really, really I think what made a lot of people upset and yeah. I was upset by that wording and I was like that wording is really horrible. But mm-hmm. I went to Catholic school when I was a kid. Yeah. And like Catholic school in Southern California, we're in like a predominantly white neighborhood. And um a lot of like the words and the, the phrasing I was taught when I was younger is, you know, choose to love, like just repetitive, or I've never learned growing the wrong color. I can't home was wrong, completely wrong for that one. But I don't know what she was taught as a kid, or how her teachers spoke to her, and just like kind of, kind of like that thing was really that that part though. That part, and then you know, not being able to relate to like characters of color, or see yourself, that just wording was completely just off.
1: So, yeah, um, and that whole that yeah. section of like not being able to relate is kind of like that's why we have books. I mean, yes. yeah, yes. exactly. Yes, <laughs> because you literally go on this journey with these characters you grow with them you go you see their struggles you see their inner monologue you see their thought process you are basically watching somebody their life unfold and you're going along with them and you're not being able to understand even like a little bit of what they were going through like what like okay so i i, I am a fourth grade teaching partner ish and um so we're reading a book we're doing small book clubs because i used to talk about books with my coworkers, and they were just like oh why don't you do a book club and i'm like kind of put my foot in the door of that one so they were (laughs) like um so we were kind of discussing a book that we were reading and you know it's fourth grade so they're like getting into reading and we were kind of going into like character development we were kind of going into like you know, point of views and kind of things like that. And a fourth grader, fourth grader was able to understand and make connections. Cause we went through like this whole connections things like, well, you connect this story with another story you read this story with and then how you connect with yourself. And then we were reading the story and the kid like raised his hand and he was just like, oh my gosh, like my mom does the same thing my brother did the same thing. Well, I remember going to a park and we kind of went on this game the same way. And I'm just like, if a fourth grader can relate to a kid's book, a kid's book about any like, you know, random, you know how kids book are. If a fourth grader could do it, a 17 year old girl could do it. A 30 year old exactly. man could do it. Anybody can do it. If a fourth grade child can be able to relate to a book and find connection, not caring about the skin tone of that person, not caring about their ethnicity, not caring about their size, abilities, whatever, but they were able to relate with that person's journey in the book, you should be able to do. There is no excuse.
2: Exactly.
0: That's the point of reading is being able to read from all of these different perspectives and all of these different backgrounds. And that's, that's why people love to read is because you want to experience a world in a perspective that is different from your own. That's Mm -hmm. the point of reading It's like, that's why authors write is so that they can write from like different perspectives and different stories and these different adventures and different hardships that characters go through so that other people can experience those. And if maybe they've gone through that similarly or it's a new experience for them to better understand the world. And that's the point of reading. And it was a valuable teaching moment that the book community as a whole missed. Yeah. it's just really sad because Grace was talking siri went off. okay sorry
1: um yeah, you're just saying something close to siri
0: <laughs> hopefully it didn't go
1: off but
0: <laughs> but i just i we were talking about this and we don't know how she is and that's kind of like the cancel culture of like we weren't able to teach her and like that's why in one of my mm-hmm. like no nuance november's i was like cancel culture actually doesn't teach people it just f- makes people feel attacked and they end up not really learning because we don't know if she's actually yeah learned from this experience or not, because, you know, we don't know where she is.
2: She's gone. She's gone. She had, she, she was doxxed off the internet, basically, and the thing is, like, I don't think, you know, if I, like, knew her in person, I don't think we would be best friends. I don't even know, like, if I would want to be, like, her friend, like, right now, but I can only hope, you know, that she's learned from this, like, kind of just mess of, like, a situation, not even, I think mess is is a small word to just use, but, to like kind of generalize, like this like whole situation that happened, and I can only hope she learned you know to better like herself as like an individual and as a reader, and as like um she's not even a content creator anymore. I can't say that, yeah, but um just better herself and like how she chooses to go out in the world and how she chooses to see people, but I don't know if if I have been you know like told in that way to like change or to just improve on that, if I would be able to like do that because I think you can't, like, I think there was, like, a difference between, um, like, a lot of people were telling people of color to just, like, stop getting so angry, or, or it's not even that deep, and, like, I think I was more mad at this idea that people thought like that, and this idea that, like, more people than just Avery thought like that. I wasn't mad at Avery, I was just mad at, you know, that entire situation, oh, that and sense. that there's so the society people who still think whole. like that. Exactly, and I think we can't, we can't tell people of color to not be mad at that, that's just stupid, like, no, but I think getting mad at one 17-year-old girl and blaming everything on her is not okay. It's traumatizing. It shouldn't be okay for everything, yeah. I would have never, I would never join TikTok, get on the internet, do anything after that, yeah. People were, were,
0: like, telling her her, to, like, kill herself and stuff and I was like that's when it went Literally too far painful. for me that's when it was like yeah. I was like you can't like that doesn't help the situation at all that just makes it like a death sentence when it's really just a learning experience that she needed and like
1: people I were felt- so quick to like get mad and then it yeah. was like that reactionary mm-hmm. like response. yeah like, it was just like so quick so fast and then once it passed it died down and discussion stopped it was like a week right Like a week and then it was was gone. Like a long week. And then, like, literally after that, like another thing happened with Book Talk. And then, like, we have like these waves now of like something coming up and like stirring the pot and then like going back to normal. And it's kind of like, we kind of need to do do a better as a community and kind of like, instead of like it going like an up and down kind of scale, it could, it just needs to be like a constantly growing as a whole. Everybody in the community needs to do better. Everybody needs to be more understanding. Like if we learned anything about one voice and a group of voices actually telling, saying that they thought this way, we should do better as a whole because we ourselves know that we were not being heard that we ourselves were not being represented so we need to do a better job of making sure that everybody else has that opportunity like there i saw this tiktok a while back ago and it was kind of like this thing this plus-sized girl not on booktok or anything and she was like you know um yes um I'm the biggest of my friend group and all these things. And she was kind of sharing her experience with that. And she's just like, I can look at every one of my friends and the way that I feel, I never want them to feel like they aren't enough, that they are never beautiful, that they are never um, pretty enough, that they are not equal to my standards because I know how it feels. And she was getting married and she was like, picking out her bridesmaids dresses and she was like that's why I picked like this design because every single body feels comfortable in this kind of design because every plus size girl has been in a wedding or has gone to go dress shop picking and they didn't feel comfortable in their own skin because this dress did not fit my body type and they had to do it because this bride felt that way I'm uh, I'm, I'm 24 years old yes I'm thinking about marriage and wedding dresses so that's my thing um, so and she's just like because us plus size girls we know what it feels like to be uncomfortable so we never want somebody else to feel like that so us as a people of color we know what it's like to be pushed down and not listened to so we as a community need to do better of making sure that everybody has a voice it's simple as that we know what it feels like we should never make anyone else feel like that too Never
0: invalidate people's feelings. Grace, exactly. we Curry, I talked about this. It's like when this girl came up to me or she commented on my video and she's like, you don't show diversity and stuff. And I was like, I was like, one, you don't know my background. Like you don't know like my sexuality. Like you don't know my history. Like you don't know anything about me and you're just attacking me saying I need to have diverse reads. And I was like- It didn't even, wasn't even following you. Wasn't, wasn't following me. Haven't, didn't like any of my other content. Probably have never seen my content before. And she started like, saying that I need to diversify my reads and stuff. And I was like, I like to think of myself as like, I have a pretty cultured background and stuff. And so I have a lot of different friends. I have like Grace who lives in LA. I have friends who live in um, in New York. I have friends who live in Hawaii. I have friends who live in Ukraine. And all of the like my friends live all over the world. I have like a friend from Brazil. Um, He's my childhood friend. And I was like, you have no idea my background. And like, she's saying that like, I support like race Siri went off again, but she's saying I support like racists and homophobic. And when she said homophobic, I like l- I looked at that and I was like, you're telling, "Girl, you're, you're telling a bisexual what? woman she supports a hom- like a homophobic person." I was like, what? I was like, "Ma'am, sit down." And Grace put her in her seat. Grace went off and yes. put her in her seat, and she, she was did. like, "You have no idea about who she is, what she reads, you know." Like six books out of my hun, like my hundred books I have, and I was just like, "Ma'am, this like woke culture of like attacking people and stuff." Like I didn't even know what to- I was. I was I I, I I screenshotted it and told showed Grace because I was like, "I don't even know how to respond." Like I think that's like the thing of like it's it's like it was a small scale compared to like what Avery had, but like it was just like kind of like yeah, like you feel attacked and like even for like
2: and Grace, then you feel Grace, bad defending yourself, yeah, yeah
1: that's, I felt That's bad. why I did it. <laughs> yeah. That's why I did that's it. I yeah,
2: that's like, and that's why, like, you know, Grace is a person of color, you, and, like, you as, like, Maggie, as, like, a white person, like, you both can, like, defend each other yeah. when, like, the time, <laughs> when, like, you need to, yeah. Yeah, and, and like, that's, like, the best, that's kind of cool, yeah. Yeah, but, like, people were also coming at Grace because she was talking about Poppy and, like, what?
1: Poppy,
0: or not Grace, at Grace's friend, um, for oh, yeah. being...
1: They went, um, at Carl they went like, Library of Carly, she posted this video after, like, JLA posted it <gasps> Ooh, um, I, I told, mean, like, explaining that Poppy was, like, mid-sized, and mm-hmm. and, like, she posted that video of, like, you know, using that sound, like, you're my favorite rapper, yeah, yeah, dude, I better be, that, that's, hold on, don't, don't listen to my skinny voice. <laughs> oh oh my god she's sorry she, she was like she's <laughs> like I don't know what happened sorry let me let me go back so a friend of mine um Carly she posted this video and it was like that sound yeah about like that like my favorite rapper yeah J. yeah I dude i better be, be. I better be. and, I and, and she was talking about how jla was talking about poppy and being plus size and everything and people were going in on her comments like this is, like oh yeah the, uh, the author is now putting it in there and now she's clarifying it and all of these other things about diversity and all of these other things and it was like you're getting mad at her she's part of the plus size mid size community if she finds rep within that character being Let like
2: that,
1: you cannot Let get her. mad at her and i literally she and i talked about it because we're both part of the facebook group and we were talking about it And we were just so happy because we we're just like it's not just nina it's not just nina now and we have somebody else and the fact that we both love this girl poppy be- before because we like the book you know for other reasons not just because of like you know other problems with the book but we like the book because of other things and so she posted that video and then i posted a video the next day i was going to d- duet her video and like you know have some fun with it when I go to look for her video, it's taken down. And I'm just like, wait, what happened to your video? And she told me that she had to take it down because so many people were going back at her and made her feel so bad. And I was like, no, that is That's not okay. Horrible. So then I posted mine. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, boom,
2: boom, be quiet, everyone. And like, Shush. also, I feel like, I feel like,
0: people, like, have this, like, notion, like, Grace was talking about it, like, how are you supposed to describe a character in, like, a story, I think, Grace, you were saying, like, how, you were talking about it, like, oh, do you just say she's plus size, like, like, I yeah. don't know if I would, like, like, to like, read a book
2: like that, hey, like, um, no,
0: it's, yeah. like, you just
2: have to be, I think that that's, when, like, if you're a good writer, you'll know how to do it, yeah, like, I, it just, it it should come naturally, and, like, that's the thing. Like, what's so bad to assume that you know Poppy was just mid-sized from the beginning? Like, I yeah. always saw Poppy as mid-sized, and for Blood and Ashes, it's, it's not my favorite book. I really like certain parts of the book. Oh yeah, too, but we it's, are... it's not my favorite book. Yeah. <laughs> but, we know which parts. Poppy, we everybody know which yeah, parts. No, I, I, I so, yeah. <laughs> He's very good at writing some. Anyways, <laughs> I kind of just assumed Poppy. <laughs> I saw Poppy as like you know mid to plus size from the beginning because like never once did it say my real thin hourglass shaped body my flat tummy like it never once said that I'm like people just kind of automatically assume that you know people are supposed to all and like I think that's that's just kind of I kind of get why because you see like high fantasy books and that's basically how all of you know the main female characters look like but it was never specified oh poppies like this and I know there's problems with like oh um just kind of, like, assuming rap and, like, giving authors credit for rap when there was really no rap, but I just felt like Poppy was just mid to plus size from the beginning, like, I don't know, I feel like they're just awake, she kind of wrote it, and I was like, okay, but I'm not gonna say she's, you know, official rap until the author says she is, and when she did, I was like, yes, I was right, and, like, this is a great rap, because Poppy, she's a beautiful woman, you know, she's, she's having, like, these, like, endeavors with a very beautiful man, she's a yeah. daddy, she's, just like, exactly she's desired she's wanted and that's where you don't really see a lot of like mid to plus sized women and, and characters especially in books you don't really see them they're not like the pinnacle of any attractive male their desire they're just like the butt of jokes basically and like yeah. is it? and then she and then she t- says that poppy like poppy and nina are the only positive mid to plus size rep i can think of which is really just, it's, it's sad. But like, yeah, and, if people are happy and they feel happy, it, let them have this, you know? And, and I, I, I hate how people just shit on like, sorry, bad word, but uh, be you're good. You're good, Hebrew, you're good. Yeah. But I think it's also <laughs> important to notice that
0: Castile and Matthias Math, Math, don't care about it. Like, I think there's this high, like, I think as yes, well, yes. we tend to think that men care about our body size. And with Castile and Matthias, they're like, I don't care. You are who you
1: are. beautiful, beautiful thing it, on this planet. Yeah. I love you and everything about you. Your body drives me I insane. I haven't
2: read the sequel yet. But oh, I'm so excited. I, I have it. I have it. I have it. And I think I, I like to reread the first and then the sequel. I've heard mixed things about it. And like, uh, I just like, like, I'm just, I don't know. I'm not really in them right. You know, time with like school and I'm busy to enjoy certain parts of the book. Um, so my time. time. I read it yeah. in a day. So, um. Ooh, okay. <laughs> okay. Maybe. <laughs> when yeah. times, My parents are not home. i like I have my quiet time. I'll, I won't re- That's a book I will not take with me to work
1: though. Oh yeah, because okay. you can't. there's certain scenes. Oh, like I, I'm. You know, I, I'm. I'm an adult. Ish and um, we're we're all adults here, we're all adults, and um, you know, do you everyone has had their experiences, or maybe not, or have read enough WAPAD to you know fill it in, right? And so, you know, there's a a, a, we have a level of spice, and everybody has a different one, right? And um, you know, me, I've had experience, and so, um, that's (laughs) blush. It kind
0: of I've read I've read Kennedy Fox books what? and Kingdom of Flesh and Fire and uh from Blood and Ash made me blush. And I read them in front of my roommates and I was like I yeah, Bro, you got I, courage. <laughs> I had courage. I was reading Kennedy oh. Fox books, but I read them while my roommate was sleeping, so that like
2: I turned away and I was like, Oh, this is happening. I'm like listening to this okay, this is kind of like Yeah, no. What were you gonna say? The spicy books I've read. The spiciest books I've read. I read like one Penelope Douglas book. I think it was like (laughs) I don't know why I read it, but it was like um it was Birthday Girl. If you guys know what book that is, it's basically this girl. She's like 19, hooks up with her boyfriend's dad. Um,
1: (gasps) (gasps) (laughs) Me picking it up right now. Um, (laughs) I'm
2: just gonna like
0: update my Goodreads real quick. Oh, my dad follows me on Goodreads now.
2: Um. (laughs) (laughs) No! My aunt followed me the other day. No, I do not post any of the like 18 plus books I read on Goodreads. Even if they're actually, no, J.R. Ward, and she writes like the Black Dagger Brotherhood books. (gasps) If you guys, those are literally, just, dude, you have to. I've read them all on my phone. They are art. Oh, yeah. They're the best. They're definitely, let Blood* and *Ash*. Look like. Oh, Anyways, I'm so yeah. excited um, to read those. We have a whole section at work, <laughs> so. Dude, they're so good. I need to read them. them, Grace. They're we can so buddy good. read
1: them. I love them. I'm down for it. A long, a, long, a long
2: list of and other. And can you guys let me know your thoughts? Because I do not. These are those are like my secret read. Like <laughs> I don't talk to anyone. Exclusive only on this podcast. You'll know
1: about it. <laughs> so. Oh yeah, cuz yeah. there's like there's like you know, you have your physical TBR and you have your physical bookshelf and everything. But there's certain books that you will never buy in physical format. You will only do ebooks and they're I like I will not.
2: And yeah, exactly. And like I will not I do not I totally do not advocate for illegally downloading PDFs and I totally did not illegally download any of those books because that's totally illegal because I totally will not purchase them and I will totally not let my parents See that on my bow. Yeah, I totally do. Yeah.
1: yeah. Of course. We all understand that, right? Yeah. 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 I have mean, never see like
2: each
0: other. We see each no. Other. Like I didn't do that to Sarah J. Moss books. I didn't do that.
1: No, I totally not didn't at do all.
2: that. Not at all. Definitely I not.
1: Harry Potter <laughs> on a PDF. <clears
2: um, <clears <throat> definitely not. You totally didn't. Never. Definitely not. Yeah. But no, mm. it was yeah so um, kind of
0: to keep this conversation going um because we had a great talk. We've been talking for a while now, but um so give you know, us your yeah top, I just realized that top five characters
1: Any- oh God okay. Any type of genre, f- top five yeah.
2: top five okay um I don't know if I'm gonna get all of them off the top of my head uh okay, definitely anyone from a An number in the ashes, like Elias. I, it's Leia, right? Is Laya. that how you say her name? Leia. okay. I, like, pronounce names so wrong in my head. That's, like, <laughs> them, um, there's, this might be controversial, but is it, is it Helene? Helene. that's how I've been, I, I don't think that's how you say it. Okay, because, like, Helene. I, I, it's controversial, but I love her. And I might get some backlash, because I've seen pe- some people, they just, like, hate her, basically, like, on Twitter, but I, I like her. Um, they're definitely my top three. Achilles um, and Patroclus from <laughs> the book makes me cry. The song of Achilles. Um, this is kind of just random. And then I think there was literally someone else in um, oh, Celine from the Beautiful. This is like definitely more. Yes, the yes, Celine I love from Celine the from the Beautiful. I totally, I don't, because well, I don't she's have the
0: such book. A queen. I totally forgot yeah. about because I read it all um, through my library. Because that's like, um, mm. I'll just point it down. Um, those are all my library books right here. Um, Dude,
1: like twenty of them. It's like yeah, a full semester. yeah.
2: Wait, um, you borrow those from the library? Yeah, you can check out ninety nine books why at you, a time. You borrow so many! Oh my gosh, girl. Actually, no, I would <laughs> have to return some. Them. Yeah, I couldn't get to all of them, but those are a lot good. No, The Beautiful, yeah. so good. Celine, so if good. anyone hasn't read that, read it, please. No, read Renee it. so Renee Adier does really good books. Um, she wrote she, The Wrath no, and the she, Dawn. She cannot write a bad book. No, Um, that book, that book is so underrated. It's amazing.
1: Literally, like, okay, so I saw everybody talking about The Wrath and the Dawn. And, you know, like, I was like, okay, like, we're hearing hype about different types of books. So I was like, okay, I'll read them after, like, the hype kind of goes down a little bit. So that way I can enjoy it. And so we picked The Wrath and the Dawn for our book club with, I think it was, like, a unanimous vote for that book. And when I read it, I was so... Beautifully surprised, and I was just like, This is why everybody talks about it, and it's so justified. And I'm just like, The world building, the storytelling, the romance, the The romance, the The romance.
2: Oh,
1: good.
2: Oh, I'm a sucker for romance.
0: So, I'm guessing we already know your top
2: series, too. Um. If you couldn't tell, it's an ashes. <laughs> literally, so good. I just, I love it. I will literally do anything for any of those characters. I tweeted at Saba Tahir once, and I yes, was like, you did. "Hey, Queen." Seen- <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Hey, Queen. Hope you're having a good day. Please don't kill off any of my favorite characters." He <laughs> and she was like, she basically was like, "Lol, too late." And I was like, <laughs> "What do you mean?" And that's why, that's why I won't read the fourth clip. I will not. I'm scared to get it because like, I don't know what she did. I, I remember this. Like you,
1: everything was good. Like a screenshot, you post it on your snap story. Yeah. And this is day something something of me trying to convince Xavier not to kill off anybody, and and then, like no, then she would just be like, haha, or she's like, oh sorry, the book's already written, it is it, whatever. It done is done what is it done is. Done, <laughs> and I was like, basically, and I was like, I'm terrified. I I, even I'm terrified. scared. Oh,
0: like I've read, I've read like the first four chapters, and I'm I i do not want to read more. I don't want to read more because I'm so scared. Because no, I can scared. already see it coming. Yeah. I I think I know who's gonna
2: die, and I'm so scared. <laughs> like, but I no, I went to Barnes and Noble today, and I picked up the book because I I was getting I don't want to be too old. I was getting i mom's scared, scared. But um, I went to Barnes and Nobles, and I was casually I was like I wonder if they have it. Haha, <laughs> and they had it. And I was almost going to buy it. But then I was like, nope, I'm, no, I'm scared. Like, I'm, so, I just can't. Because if anything happens to them in my perfect little, like, I have my perfect little world where all my characters, like, from every single book, they're just happy and shame. anything happens to them in my book, I'm going to lose it. Yeah, right. I got
0: Go ahead, go oh, ahead,
2: go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, I got the um, Fairyloot exclusive
0: edition of them. So oh. I got the signed copies from Grace's account. I use Grace's account to get them and I got the signed copies. So I'm gonna reread the series once and I'm gonna read it with the nice books as well. Cause they're like signed copies, special edition. Great
2: edges.
0: Great edges foiled covers um it has like foiled artwork too with them and i'm so excited to get them i am so can you
1: send
2: uh-huh. me the link please i will literally sold. The paycheck
1: girl, sold out i am so mad at maggie because she's just like oh yeah like i'm gonna i, I want to get it and like can are you gonna get it on your fairyland? and i'm just like girl i haven't even read the series yet but <laughs> yes you can get them like i'll get them for you and then we yeah. did like a action with it so that um i could send them they like ordered through my account so that she can get them yeah. and then like, i finished in ember in the ashes like a couple days after the sale finished and i'm like maggie no. i'm so upset with you because you should have told me i would have loved this series so much so i could have got the set myself and you did not and he's like, hmm. i'm like i'm mm-hmm, like
0: mm-hmm. I didn't, hey. I didn't realize you would finish it so fast. Like you finished it really fast. It's so good. Yeah. It's such you a good. Can... And like you, guys... you probably will finish it once I get the books. Probably. So I'm gonna reread uh, them. <laughs> are you guys
1: like fast readers? Okay. So Maggie, I... <laughs> do
0: not do not tell her the story. I know exactly which oh, story oh, you're gonna story. tell.
1: So okay. So I read in, uh an Ember in the Ashes first. Okay, I mean, and Brandy Ashes. From Blood and Ash, two different books. Uh, from Blood and Ash, first. I read it, I loved it, post reactions on my Snap story or whatever. As soon as I finished it, I'm like, Maggie, you need to pick up this book. You need to read it. Within like two minutes, she sent me like a screenshot of her Amazon, like your order has been accepted of both the King uh, Kingdom of Fashion and Fire and From Blood and Ash. She's like, I got oh, it. And like, that's, that's true friendship right there. So she got it. As soon as she got it, she's like, oh, my gosh, this book is so thick. And I'm like, and I'm just like, it's okay. Take your time with it. It's fine. Just send me reactions. She's like, I don't know when I'm going to finish this, but we'll see. Right. And then. Literally, like, 12 hours later, I'm like looking through Snap Stories and she has her bookmark halfway, like more than halfway through the book. And I'm like, Maggie, what happened? And she's like, I literally did not even realize that I'm speeding through this book. A couple hours later she was done and i'm like what and she's just like i need to read the second book now and i'm like no 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 we're waiting you're waiting until november to read the second one because that's the thing that sucks that audiobooks sometimes don't line up with like the release of the book and i'm just like oh that sucks so we waited and she literally finished it in a day and i'm like girl I'm like halfway through this, like oh. wait. And she's just like, you, like, you gotta no. hurry up. And I'm like, what? And she'll literally <laughs> finish books in days or like she'll p- take a book, take some time with it, come back to it and she'll be reading multiple books at the same time. Whereas me on the other hand. <laughs> you take like, like a week? I, uh, four, mm-hmm. days. four days, four days, four days. Okay, five if I'm working. Because I'll listen to the audiobook as I'm working or whatever, and I'll read the physical book too. And if there's like an intense scene, I have to like put the book down and feel. <laughs> <laughs> feel. Oh no!
0: It was the worst. She got to a scene that I spoiled for her. Oh and my god. So so we were having our reading um for our book. Well, we had we have weekly meetings that we need to continue doing, but. Um, we have one this Monday, but in one of them, I was like, oh, we're gonna do this like this, and she went, like, what, Maggie, and I went, oh, look, it's just oh, like, no, no, it's, no. like, like
1: oh. this book, but she didn't say what book it is, but it's, like, this type of trope-ish thing that happens. I said, like, JLA does, and then I was just, like, like, she does in, in what book, in, 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 what, book, in what book, Maggie, because I think you've only read, two of her books so um I'm confused as to which other book so you're saying that, this book? Is that and she's like um no I, I actually I was thinking about another author and another book so it's it, you're fine it's not going to happen in the book that you're reading and I'm just like huh so when I get to that point and I think it <laughs> happened and I was like Maggie don't 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 even talk to me right now she was so mad at me. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how to be. I it would feel. be like you. But you kind of believed it too. I did. I was kind of like, okay, you wouldn't do that to me intentionally. So maybe you're right.
0: Plus, I do read so many books that I do get them mixed up quite often. So like, I was like, wait, I kind of played it off. I was like, wait, did I? No, no, that was a different book. I was like,
1: no, yeah, it's a different book I'm thinking
0: about. Is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. I kind of
1: played it off like that. <laughs> I kind of did. And so, like, when I read that scene, I, like, text her, and I'm just like, you liar. <laughs> and then she was like, <laughs> liar. I'm sorry. And then she's just like, and I'm like, but it kind of, like, it that foreshadowing was kind of building up into that scene. So it kind of, you, you kind of knew it was happening, but I was also kind of mad, because she could let it slip. And so when it kind of came out, I text her about it, and then I had to put the book down. She
0: stopped reading, and I was like, no, you have to read the next pages. You need to.
1: Let me feel, let me feel the anger, the betrayal, the the heartache, everything. I need to get When I went to go do something else, I put it down for, like, four hours, and then I came back to it, and so that's the type of reader I am because I like mm-hmm. feeling those things. You know, books, books make you feel. Yeah. Maggie, on the other hand, she's like, I need to know what happened. She's like. Yep, I'm just like no. What's the next scene? What's the next point? Where are they going? And I'm like, I want to feel the journey. I'm a big emotional person. If you watch my snap story, anybody on my private snap story, I cry a lot, like every day. Startup. Like... <sighs> Don't get me started on that. <clears throat> We're watching this K drama together. It's the startup. Oh my gosh. K drama watching so together, and literally it's Ooh. over our lives. Taking over our lives.
2: Really? I know I would get addicted to K dramas, and like, I'm not in the, in the place in my life where I can have the time. Okay, no, I binge watched Dash and Lily in two days. If you guys haven't seen that yet, it is the cutest little romantic comedy kind of TV thing. I'd, I'd, I had work at 6 45 in the morning, and I finished it, and it was like one in the morning, and I was like, that's the cutest thing. It was so cute. It's like, Anyone go watch Dash and Lily? Just do it. It is so cute. Like yeah,
1: I do that. Favorite TV shows. We'll binge them, and then we'll go back to books, and then we'll go back to TVs and binge TV shows, and then go back to
2: books. Yeah. Yeah. Binge, binge, binge. No, yeah, I binge watch or binge read. Oh yeah. there's like no in between. For
0: yeah, sure. no, I'm definitely on a binge watching moment right now, but I'm still reading. Um, I'm reading some JLA, and I'm reading her Half Blood series. So I'm on the third book How is that? right now. It's actually it's kind of like
1: a, a mix of like um, Percy mix
0: Jackson.
1: Yeah. And like, is. I think it's a little- Shadowhunters. Yeah, It's, there it's a go.
0: mix of Percy Jackson and Shadowhunters world. And it's really good. Mm. I'm actually enjoying it. And the books are pretty short, so it's nice. They're like okay. less than 300, 300 to like 350 pages. So it's like really fast read. Um, oh, I that's listened to the nice. audiobook yeah, for the first two. So it's been easy to read. But um, I, we've been watching Startup, and I feel like I have to finish Startup in order for me to start reading, like, bigger books again, because we just got yeah. The Master of One. I just got Sky Beyond the Storm. I just got A Heart So Fierce and Broken
2: that I need to read. Oh, I literally have so many books, and I, I think I have more books. I own more books and have been sent more books than I have books I've read in my, like, room right now. Like, yeah. I have so, it's literally crazy. Like, I need to, first, I need to stop buying every pretty book I see anywhere. I have, like, this problem where, yes, I will buy a book based off its pretty cover. Yes. And, I mean, I read the description, but the, if it's a pretty cover, I'll more, most likely buy it. And, like, I just can't stop buying books. And um, so now I have so many, like, so many books I need to read. And, like, I'm always like, yeah, I'll read that book. Or, yeah, like, why not? I've had, I've had to learn how to say, like, no. Just, like, (laughs) getting books and just, like, all this stuff. And, like, saying no to myself, especially, from buying more books. Because I just – I literally have so many. And I'm blessed to have so many. But, girl, I got a – girl, yeah, I got so many books to read. It's not even funny. That was –
0: one of the questions we had is, like, how is it when you receive books and, like, what companies do send you books? Because you are a big book talk creator, so you are a big creator. So you do get sent books. And, like, how did you deal with that? And, like, how did companies reach out to you?
1: How did it feel –
2: yeah and how did it feel Uh, okay no there was like a time where like my content and like my videos i was i was getting a lot of likes and i was getting a lot of views but um i wasn't getting any like any people reaching out to me and the thing is with me i never feel comfortable asking companies or you know bookish people bookish companies any for anything like i don't feel comfortable asking for them to send me things i don't feel comfortable because i don't i feel like that's like entitlement and I don't want to ever come off as like an entitled person, which like, I don't, I don't know if it is like just in my head, anyone, like someone else can reach out and I would say like, oh, that's like really good. Like try to take advantage of the platform you have and like get things, you know, to, that you would like and everything. But like when I do, I'm like, stop acting entitled. But I don't know, it's just like my kind of thing. But um, it was, I have, I use email. Everyone reaches out to me um, through DM or like email. And I started getting a lot of like emails kind of like in the span of like a month or two and now I just have so many books, like um, Wattpad reached out to me to be an influencer, so now I have so many, like, Wattpad books, um, a bookish box reached out to me, so now I get Once Upon a Book Club. You guys, like, I would not push for people to get them if they were not so freaking cool. Basically, what they do is they send me a book for each month, and they send me little, like, mystery gifts that are, like, wrapped, and they have a page number on them, so which I think is, it's, like, this fun interactive thing where, like, you're reading your book, and then, um, you, like, get to a certain page and it's, like, stop. Like, it'll say, like, they have little, they went through the book and they made, like, little um, areas for you to stop, like, when you're reading and then go back and open um, the gift that corresponds to that page in the book. And it, like, connects to what you're reading. I don't want to spoil anything because I don't want to spoil the gifts because they're all, like, secret, but it is literally the coolest thing. And then it has, like, author autographs and, like, little information. So they reached out to me and that was super cool. Um, book of the month, I'm re- I recently, like, started partnering with them. So they sent me like five books, um, this month and then last month to kind of just like show off to my followers. And like, also this isn't, they're not paying me to promote anything. Like I don't get money off of saying that, but like you can get like any, basically any hardcover fiction for like five bucks right now, which I would say take advantage of that. Mm. That's awesome. Yeah. That is so cool. And so they kind of reached out to me and then, um, this candle company reached out to me so I like got like a pride and prejudice candle from them and that was really cool but it was it was definitely crazy and it's still crazy because I have um a bunch of like emails and like it's hard trying to keep up with everything and like I'm not ignoring people I just went don't know how to say no and two I'm just so busy like I I'm a full-time like student and I like work I go to work and everything and like I don't have the time to just like Just I don't have the same time I did during quarantine summer when I could just be on TikTok and go to bed and just be on TikTok and go to bed like it's it's really hard but I'm very blessed and I'm very happy to like get these um you know deals and like just all of these things that um you know I think a lot of other creators don't really like have the opportunity to get and like this might be a little tea a little tea again but I don't really see a lot of um, creators of color, especially getting reached out to and getting, you know, partnered with like bigger um, companies and like bigger corporations. I will say that Penguin Teen, if you guys know Penguin Teen, they are so good about trying to be inclusive with um, who they're partnering with and like who um, their brands are. The same with like Wattpad. The people I work with have been very inclusive of like who they're partnering with. And that's, like, also, like, I won't work with a company that I'm not comfortable with or that I feel like um is, like, tokenizing me or anything. Like, uh-uh, uh-uh I don't like that. But um, everyone I work with, I feel very comfortable with. And I just wish more companies reached out to more creators of color and, like, uplifted them. Because when you see a, a company partner with a creator of color, you kind of, or just, like, a creator in general, you're kind of, like, starting to take them, like, more seriously. Like, you're like, oh, this person is, like, cool. Like, they have all these things and, like... I take, like, more seriously, not that I don't take people who don't have partnerships seriously, it's just like, oh, like, they're kind of an icon, like, da 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 like, and I wish that more companies realized that and, like, reached out to um, to other creators and just try to uplift them and everything, but it's been kind of crazy so far, pretty good ride. I'll just vibe, I get books. My family (laughs) thinks it's hilarious. They think it's so funny, I get sent all these, like, random books, like, they're like, oh, it's another package for you, and it's, like, why is it so heavy, and I'm, like, just my book guys they think they think it's hilarious they think it's cool though and i'm I'm glad they're really supportive but amazing that you do have this platform at such a young
0: age you have this like amazing platform where you have tens of thousands of followers and i think i like i i followed you since you had less than um I think it was less than 5k. I've been following you since then. And like, I've seen you grown and stuff. And I was like, I kind of had these like bittersweet moments where like, oh my gosh, she got like, she finally got like sponsorships. Like when Once Upon a Book Club, I think it's Once Upon a Book Club, something like that, uh, bookish box or something. They sent you that. And I was like, and I saw your video and I was like, hey, I would be interested in that. And like, we're going to do like a bookish box um, video. And I was like, I think I'm going to sign up for that one because Grace has her three and then I'll have three. So we can kind of like compare them. And I was like, well, Celine talks about it so much. Maybe I should get it. So you definitely do have a reach because I've definitely thought about it. And like, I need to save money still, but yes, you've definitely, definitely like helped like I've, like, definitely, like, I didn't even know what book of the month was until you started showing it, and so, like, that really did help, but, like, I think it's amazing that with your platform and stuff, you've, like, had, like, this big following, but I also agree, like, I see it's it's always creators who have, like, tens of thousands of followers that they're the one who are getting, like, all, like, the sponsorships and stuff, and they are majority white creators, versus where I see these amazing, Uh, smaller creators who do deserve the hype but never get it and that companies should because I feel like when you have such a smaller audience you have that more of a connection with them versus like because like I can see it now I can see which people follow me and which people like my videos often so I start recognizing Mm -hmm. who likes your videos and stuff and like who would trust you and like trust like your intuition and like knowing like this is a good company you should buy from them like this is a good book like I recommend this book like I feel like there's like this niche that smaller creators have like Grace and I are vastly smaller compared to you but we still have this like niche of our own following where like we go on live and we notice like oh I know you by name now just yeah I can see your your right. um, username and I know you by name and like I our think
1: group that comes yeah. on Know them automatically. Yeah,
0: that's I so think cute. I think bookish companies and stuff need to tap into that market. Of sorry, I'm getting all business and exactly. a little bit with you, but no, they need to tap in truth, tap into this market of smaller creators and definitely diversify their the content creators that they have because you can reach far agree, more audiences yeah. Oh, yeah. if you focus if you don't focus but have a more diverse um, affiliates have mm-hmm. more diverse affiliates because I notice like. Um, like Fay Cray and Fairy Loot, they have like uh, affiliates, but they're all huge creators. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, and I'm like, how, like, I'm a very small creator on the scale. Very small, but I'm like, it it kind of like, it doesn't, it kind of makes, not to like, it kind of, you FOMO, fear of missing out and stuff. You kind of are
2: like, oh, like. No, I definitely understand. Like. Yeah, I get it 100%. Yeah. And
0: it's like. It's like if they tapped into that market, like there's definitely people who follow me who like every single one of my videos, who comment on everything, and they like trust who I am. Like, I had a follower, like I followed her back after I saw that she like was constantly like my photos or my videos and my photos. I was like, oh, I'm gonna like follow her back. She she DM'd me. She's like, oh my god, thank you so much for following me. I can't believe you're following me. You're one of my favorite like creators and stuff. And I was like, I was
2: like I have less than two thousand followers, no, and yeah, you're like those moments so are just excited, so, yeah, yeah. Those- I I agree because like I might have 88k followers right now but I don't that doesn't mean that they care about me at the rate that like I like my following when I had like 3k like I know I was much more interactive and like not that I'm not interactive with my followers now but because I have so many I can't be interactive with each one of them or just like as much as I would love to be and how many of them followed me because you know they liked one type of video I posted and um now they don't really see any of my other content because you know they're not active on tiktok they just like don't really relate to as many of the other videos i posted that aren't like that you know and that's like kind of the problem when you like i it's good to have i have a lot of loyal followers though i'm like i mess with all my followers i love them i follow like anyone back that i can see is like super supportive of me and like i get those ones like i'll follow an account back that has like a thousand not even a thousand followers and then they'll just kind of like freak out and they'll be like oh but like i love you so much and it's like I love you, like, I love your content, like, I love your support and everything, and I think there's also, like, a thing where a lot of, like, bigger accounts, like, won't follow smaller accounts back, and I just think that's kind of, like, just a little weird. I just follow back whoever I like and whoever I mess with, like, you guys, I love you guys, and I mess with you guys, and, like, I've known Grace for, like, a really long time now, and I'm so glad, like, I'm getting to know you more, Maggie, and, like, I didn't even know you only had, like, 5,000 followers, like, I just didn't know how many followers you had, like, the, the numbers, like, it's just, they're all relative and like it's not yeah it's not um I think expressive of like how much you care about your account or how much you care about your followers and that's just the thing but I had really bad FOMO so no I had horrible FOMO I think um that I wasn't getting like um reached out to I wasn't getting you know all of these things and it's like I'm putting in all this effort and like I I manifested I was like please please please, please." like I just want to have like some more opportunities yeah
1: Do you remember that Grace? I posted something on my story. You did. You did. You posted it, and you're just like, guys, I'm putting it out there that I hope that every company reaches out to me and wants to partner with me, wants me to be an influencer. I'm putting it out there, verbal manifestation happening now, and literally like two months later things started picking up like and i was Everything like, just all- there you go say- you had it like literally i was like always snapping you and i was just like congratulations you did it like great like i i, I remember like um telling you like yes go go on tiktok live just have fun with it just vibe with it and and i've it. never i can't go live and then uh, like i it's literally so remember like every time like you like ask a question like hey guys should i do this hey like what do you guys think about this like i'm always reaching out to you and i'm just like yes like go ahead like have fun with it like be incredible with it like do it because like you know it's the end of the day like if you end up having fun with their content and you end up like people end up by being back with you, like, you end up creating that, like, community of creators who, like, genuinely like your content and genuinely want to see you get better. Like, I literally have been, like, hyping you up, like, since, like, no, started- Grace
2: is my, you're my number one hype, hype woman, and, like, anything, you like, whatever you say, like people, I have, like, other friends and, like, people on, like, my private who swipe up and they say stuff, but, like, if you say something, I will most likely go with whatever you say, because, <laughs> like, I know, like, you're a genuine person and you genuinely want to see me, like, do better, And, like, you actually, like, care about me. And that's the thing. Like, it is, like, I get it. It's, like, the internet. But, like, friends. Yeah. like Friends. And, like, we care about each other. And, like, I want to see everyone do better. And, like, right now, I think, especially when you have, like, a smaller account, you don't get too down on yourself. Like, you really can't. You can just only hope for the best for yourself and continue to push for the best for other people. Because, like, I'm, like, a pretty spiritual person. And I believe, like, what you put out there and what you put out to other people will come back to you like so so much more and like just so much better so just like have a positive attitude and like also there's like ways if you want to if you want something reach out reach out to someone like reach out and get like arcs if you want that i know a lot of like people reach out to like publishing companies and you could just contact anyone and be like hey um my name is this is my platform and um, I love reading. I'm very interested in this book. I would love an ARC if you have any, like, more available. Just anything like that. And if you want something, like, go for it and get it. Because, like, there's a big chance you might you might actually get what you really, really want. And, like, yeah. that payoff of getting what you want and, like, what you've been hoping for is so, so nice. And it's just, like, ah, everything in the universe is coming together and everything feels great. So just continue to push, trying- like, for what you want.
1: Yep. Definitely been trying yeah. to, like, embody that We've whole been- manifestation. Because, like, uh, if you guys I have been
0: manifesting it does
1: not know my favorite bookish company is like the bookish box because I absolutely love them and oh I love boy, I vibe, so. and I love like everything about them because like when big companies they have like yeah we love many different bookish box companies but like the bookish box like their customer service is like a one like literally i will message them and like within an hour they will respond back to me so genuine like like literally answering all my questions and so happy to respond back to me and like since way before before i even had like any big number of following like i don't even have big number now but it's more than i ever could have dreamed like back when i had like 100 followers and i would message them and ask them things or say how much i like their products or whatever I have been, like, their hype person because, like, they're, like, I love them, you know, and they mm-hmm. apparently know me because, like, of what they did for me, like, that they ended up reaching out to me when I broke my Apple Pencil, and they donated money back to me. Oh, and I
2: saw, like, that my- was the sweetest thing. Oh, also, side note, Grace, you better charge people for those profile pictures. <sighs> I remember, I was watching, I Benmo'd her, I forced her to take my money because she should not have been doing that for free. Especially if yes. I didn't know you and I had my following and I reached out to you for a profile picture and you gave it to me for free, bad grace. charge. I that know that is art. And I paid her so too. Good. I literally,
0: I think we talked yeah. about this on the last podcast. where we I was like, I was like, why aren't you charging people for this? I literally Venmoed her and stuff. I was like, I'm paying you for it. And then I bought the sticker version, but I was like, girl, why are why
2: are you doing this for free? And then you see she burnt out because she was doing so many so, for free. I could tell you were doing so many and like charge if you do not charge for anything grace because like that is so just being able to create those pictures it was trending that was like such a thing to just have that kind of profile picture and like i don't know how to do that i cannot do that on my own i come up with a stick figure wearing like a wig that's what my kind of thing would look like like you have like an amazing talent and like Loki, i'll talk to you after this but i kind of want some stickers and i will pay you for them
0: so she just, has a I
2: website that you made stickers she has Your a website, website Dude, yeah. I'm literally so out of touch with literally everything. <laughs> I will go on the website and I will be ordering some stickers. And she has oh, cool print well. stickers. I'll be to you about stickers. Oh,
1: she has my website. Oh. Add them. They're featured in my giveaway. So I'm I-
2: going to plug you all over my TikTok too. Oh. Yeah, and no, I, I got
0: her iced coffee guitar and I got a profile picture sticker and they're on my computer right now but I was like grace I was literally like why aren't you charging people because I could tell she put so much effort into these and she was no, giving them the out for free and I was like
2: is insane yes I was like you do not no, do yeah. that for free you do not do that for free and that's, that's why I then so her talent. yeah yes
1: it's- no <laughs>
2: I I like couldn't I felt bad getting that artwork for free it yeah. felt like something was wrong like something is wrong that I'm getting this beautiful piece of artwork for free. And so I was like, okay, where's, where's your, what's your remote or Zal? Send. I barred. like how we're on the same wave wavelength
0: where we were like, No, yeah. Why why are you doing this for free? Why? You should not be doing this for free. It's just so good. You never see, s- you hear that, Grace?
1: Grace, hey, there's no know know excuse. That. There's no
0: excuse. No excuse. Okay,
1: can I can I explain why I didn't in free f- to begin with? Okay. No.
2: So, <laughs> no, I was like,
1: you can try. Uh, like somebody asked me like hey I wonder how I could get these like if anybody does these and I'm just like well I do them I did them before they were even like a thing as like the profile pictures I did them for like um engagement photos like for an Instagram company that's so cute it was like one picture that I did and I did it for them just to do it and they liked it, and I sent it to them, like, it was free, it was, like, not even a thing, and so I, this girl, Ashley, she asked me for one, she's, like, in my first video, she's the one holding, like, the red, white, and blue um, book, and I was, like, the book looks so pretty, and I'm just, like, why don't I just do it in there, and then I asked, like, two other friends, I'm, like, hey, can I post your video, uh, because, like, book talk will appreciate it, so I posted it, blew up way more than I ever thought, and I was just, like, of course I will do it, like, yes, and I, that thing about learning to say no, I should have learned yeah. to do. Oh
2: no, and I didn't. I'm such a hypocrite. Oh, I don't know. I'm still working on that.
1: But, <laughs> but I really liked like people's reaction, like when they ended up getting their profile pictures, like they would be like, oh my gosh, it looks so amazing, and I'm just like, yes, well, like, thank you for, like, reaching out to me, because, like, the picture looked great, and so I wanted to give you something great, and, like, I like people, and because most of, like, the community, they're students, they're in high school, or they're exactly, younger, yeah, like, I understand paying for something is going to be hard, so I was like, oh, don't worry about it, like, it's just a drawing, like, you're going to change your profile picture in, like, two months, it's, it's going to be whatever, and then I ended up having, like, about, like, 80 requests, and I was like, Darn it! At least three dollars.
2: Three dollars a profile
1: picture is not that expensive.
0: Anyone
2: can pay three dollars, but I paid 10 I, like, ten. I was like ten. I was, I ten. Could, I was I like, could, yeah, yeah. I, I paid you ten. I think it was like ten. I'm pretty sure it was like like 10, ten or fifteen because, yeah. like, it's just the detail. The detail on that picture literally looked like the picture I sent her. My I hair? Was very shook. I was. Shook. My hair and the books. So good. They were so Honestly, good, and I was hair? like,
1: yours were like honestly like two of my favorites. Your political and now. that bookworm girl with like her stack of like Ooh. her were like amazing. And I was like, oh gosh. But it's because I really liked it. I really liked making them and I really liked and that, that's like your Wait, thing. You really like I'm getting them. a car right now. It might be my Doordash. So I'm gonna go and move. Okay. <laughs> and that was like my thing. Like if you genuinely like what you're doing, people will see it and people will like it more. Mm-hmm. The same thing with creators. If you like the uh, content that you're putting out there, people will love it even more. And like that's the thing. Like, and with with companies, like if you genuinely love their products and you genuinely want to talk about them, they will feel it, and they will. Everybody will love it. Everybody would feel it. Like me, I genuinely want to go
2: wave my DoorDasher down. I'll be back in two minutes. Okay. Grab it, yeah. <laughs> okay. But. Yeah,
0: Grace, I was kind of mad at you for a while for not paying, because you had so many requests, and I bet if you told people, like, oh, $3, a lot of those requests would have gone down, but you still would have gotten money, so I think you totally deserved it, but I think we're going to start moving to end the podcast here. We'll definitely do another episode, because we've been going for almost two hours now, and so when Celine gets back, we'll ask about the our question that we're going to start asking every guest but, um, so a little, um, house cleaning before Celine gets back. Um, remember to just like subscribe, um, Spotify, um, basically go to the link tree. All the links will be there in our link tree. We'll have,
1: there's so many, there's, there's so, so many,
2: just check I our mean, link like tree the out
1: that we got off of our first podcast was like, so amazing. It was, we loved it.
0: it was amazing, I, and I kind of cried a little bit. Oh, my, oh, Cheesecake Factory, girl. Ooh.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I got paid yesterday. So oh. keep okay, so, Celine, go. we're going to
0: move on to the very last question we have for you. Yeah. And that Never. is your cringiest bookish moment. What is your cringiest bookish moment?
2: Okay, um, this. I hope this is a universally relatable moment. Yeah, it probably Just is. to make myself feel better. <laughs> but okay. When I was 12 years old,
1: <laughs>
2: I discovered an app called Wattpad. And you know, <laughs> I had a Kindle Fire. <laughs> a Kindle Fire. It had a red cover and it was bedazzled. I bedazzled it myself with an s because that's all i could do with my bedazzler <laughs> so i had my kids fire and um there was a lot of great books on wattpad as there is now um oh my brother's calling me <laughs> we can see him in the
0: mirror <laughs> <laughs> oh that was funny when your brother
1: started walking in too great oh, everybody tried to come in and for those Every- of you guys Everyone has tried to come into my room at this time. Like, come on, guys. We've all had somebody come Puppet into the our room. Okay. No,
2: but so, so you're twelve. home right now. Yes, I was twelve. I had um, Wattpad, and there's great books on Wattpad. There's amazing books on Wattpad. There's quality books on Wattpad. I was reading this fan fiction. I don't know if you guys heard of it it's called After. And my are dying. I've never. Heard of that.
1: never. That's, uh, after, like, it was made into a movie? No, never.
2: Yeah, um, it was a hairstyles fan fiction, kind of small scale, um, but (laughs) I told my mom it was a coming-of-age book about this girl going to college, or high high school, actually, you know, just dealing with life, and I was sitting on my sofa, and I guess I had left my Kindle unlocked. (laughs) My mom read chapter no. <laughs> she should <know>. oh, have My twelve <sighs> year old daughter was reading these bad, bad
1: books. Uh, she took away my kids. <laughs> oh, my <God. laughs> like no. We're taking this away. She was like, "No,"
2: and she's like, "What are you reading?" And I was like, "Mom, I can, I can explain." <laughs> Mexican mom <laughs> finding out her little girl. I was just bad. It was a mess. Let's just say I didn't get that Kindle back for a while, <laughs> and um, they still bring it up. Her and my sister still bring it up now. Oh, that's, uh, that's, that's scary. <laughs> but I'm a Wattpad influencer too, and I love Wattpad. And like now that they see I'm a reader and do it, they're like so what bucks do you read? Remember, or they're like, remember Wattpad when Celine did that thing and then, and I'm like, no, we don't, we don't talk about that anymore, but it was horribly cringe, and I still, like, thinking about it was very funny. It's, it's, like, hilarious now, but I literally thought I was going to die. I was like, my mom, my life is over.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I come from a military family, so I hid oh. that. I hid that app so well. I hid it behind, like, my settings and all of my, like, I hid it behind, like, my compass app and all of my calculator app. I hid it behind those. And I was like, they are not going to find this
2: they not going to They have
0: not found it yet. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. Good. <laughs> my sister's on Wattpad, though, now. And I, like, I saw her reading Wattpad, and I go, let me see what you're
1: reading. I was like, let me see what you're reading. She's I, 14 now. That is doing it to her. You're like, I know what it's all about. It oh, oh. It's
2: like, the way had has ruined my standards for men, oh. I now expect to fall in love, and just books in general, I now expect to fall in love with a six-foot-tall tatted up um, mafia owner, <laughs> bad boy underground fighter who's in love with me. Um, yeah, yeah he hates everyone If in the he's world. not that, then I don't want him. Yeah. Yeah, if he doesn't have tattoos, he's not. He's not. He was on my no tattoo. Eh. Like, no eh. That's gonna be a quote. Got a lot of bloopers from just this video. Oh my gosh! Oh, yeah, so I, uh,
1: uh, I want to share this quick thing. Um, my ex boyfriend, um, he had tattoos, um, and he was at a point where he was getting more tattoos, and I was in calligraphy at the time. And so I designed one of his tattoos. That is such a Wattpad moment. <laughs> oh, my God. And now he has a tattoo on him that was designed by me. That's so, the ultimate payback. Stamp on there. He <laughs> can never take that. Off. I mean, he could try and take that off. That would be
2: really expensive. But you're on him forever. Oh, yeah. But at
1: least it's not my name.
2: Yeah. At no, least it's not never- that's good. And for anyone who hears this, never get a significant other's name tattooed on your body. That is, like, embarrassing. That's just, like, wrong. And it's, I feel like you just, that just sets you up for failure. Uh, like, I don't know why. It's just bad. Never get a tattoo. <laughs> I, I talk like I, I come from experience. Um, no, I'm an 18-year-old. <laughs> I don't have a single tattoo on my body. Um, yeah, just don't do it.
0: Okay, well, I want to thank you, Celine, for coming on the podcast and chatting with us we've had a great two hours of content and um thank you everybody for who's all listened up to now um we're just gonna end here um celine do you want to
2: plug your socials uh yeah follow me on tiktok at moon girl reads underscore i'm pretty sure that's my username and then the link in my bio if you click that will take you to basically all other forms of my media. But yeah, um, diversify your reading bookshelves, everyone, and have a, have a great night. Yep. So thank you so much
0: for listening. We're going to have all the links down in the description. Um, you can find us on all of those links. And thank you so much. Bye.
2: Bye, guys. Bye.